What up, what up, what up? I'm here on this Menace Monday. I'm going to call it Merciless Monday today. Merciless Monday. Uh, we got it going. Can't wait to see the chat. Can't wait for see if somebody drops their nuts and calls in. This show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code COACHJB. And betonline.ag, you get 50% off welcome bonus. We got the XFL in full swing. NBA is back on this week. Betonline.ag, use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, 50% off welcome bonus. Don't miss it. We got a lot to dive into today. Also, make sure you understand this show is brought to you by CandidatesCBD.com. Go get you some new dip, the freshest, cleanest way to dip there is. Pineapple Express right here. Go grab you some. Candidates, use the promo code COACHJB, all caps. My promo code, all caps, COACHJB, CandidatesCBD.com. Go check it out. We got a lot to discuss, a um, lot to go over. A lot of the Bitch Made Chief fans are here. I, I bet you dollars to dimes, though, they won't call in. They're going to come in the chat and be trolls because there's just a bunch of bitches but they can't call in and have a conversation because they know they'll be exposed. So we can't wait to see if they ever have the nuts to drop in. Um, I've gotten over 2,000 DMs this weekend from Kansas City Chiefs fans. I can't wait to expose some of these bitch-made cats live. Make sure you pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. Um, love it, love it, love it. Uh, people think I got paid on Netflix, by the way. Didn't get a dollar. I'm all hustle, baby. All hustle, contrary to belief, um, which is going to come up next here. Let's get quote of the day, get you guys started. Uh, we love the dick writers in the chat. Uh, no one, let me put it on the bottom. No one ever notices when you're being provoked just when you retaliate. See, a lot of these bitch-made cats on Twitter don't understand. Everyone defending the Chief fans don't get it. They're sending pictures to me of my own daughter. That is how personal I touch their soul by addressing their hero, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has them drooling over their, his, their nutsack. <laughs> they're, they're getting personal in my DMs. It is unbelievable. But that's the quote I had to come up with. No one ever notices when you're being provoked, just when you retaliate. I got females like, oh, why are you posting this person's family? Bitch, their family pictures on their bio front page. I ain't exposing them. I'm just showing how weird you fucks are. <laughs> Can't wait to dive into this one. Uh, contrary to belief, brought to you by CandidateCBD.com. Make sure you head on over to CandidateCBD.com. Stop believing the, wor the world owes you. Stop believing the world owes you a motherfucking thing, contrary to belief. Stop trying to please everyone. Stop trying to please everyone, world. Stop. It, you don't need to. Pissing people off is a great character trait. Shows others how soft they are, contrary to belief. Dedicated to my Chiefs fans out there. I love my Chiefs fans. Pissing people off is a great character trait. Shows other how soft they are. And never change who you are and just watch everyone else around you show you who they are. 
Don't change, dog. Never change who you are and watch everyone else show us who they really are, contrary to belief. Dog, I got, don't miss this week. This week's going to be action-packed, starting off with a bang today right here. Uh, make sure you guys hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Um, appreciate everybody in the house. Ruben, back to being a member. Much love. Uh, so... No, that's the difference, see? Jamar says, I let people I don't know gets me going. It don't get me going. Do you motherfucking dumbasses realize that you've made me money in the last two days? <laughs> Do you not understand how this game works, homie? Do you not understand how this game works? You are making me money, you troll fucks. Do you understand? Book, the book sales are up over the weekend. <laughs> Fucking social media went up, booming. Appreciate all that. I love it. Love it. Views are up. Appreciate all that. Hey, you don't realize what you do. I don't need to know who you are, you dumb fucking inbreds. I can't wait until you go back to the caves you come from in the Ozarks when Andy Reid retires and you're like, damn, why isn't Mahomes any good anymore? <laughs> anyway, we're going to dive into it. Uh, I got a lot to discuss here on this great show today. Um, can't wait to get into it. A lot of trolls in. There's no phone number, by the way, Anthony McGee. There's no phone number. I'm going to drop a link right here in the chat. You're going to call in and show your fucking ugly faces. Because if you don't want to call in and show your face, we all know you're bitch made anyway. This is live, dog. This is Zoom action. This ain't no phone call. You think I'm just going to take phone calls over the phone and not see your bitch ass face? Motherfucker, please. You got me fucked up. I don't give a fuck about your family, Keith Smith. Bitch, please. Don't start none, won't be none, homeboy. That's where I'm from. Motherfuckers all want to renege now. They all mad that I dropped a fat fucks family out on Twitter. Motherfucker, you want to see the DMs? Don't start none, won't be none. Don't ask for fucking, don't ask for me to renege. Don't start backing out now, homie. You dropped your big nuts. Why don't you stay with it? You soft pussies. That's why all you motherfuckers made fake accounts to DM me. How bad is it when a grown man is DMing people? Dog, grown man DMing a grown man is some fucking weirdo shit. That is some weirdo shit. And then please understand something. When you guys want to talk shit like this guy right here, you got to be able to you got to be able to cope. You got to be able to spell, dog. Can you spell? This motherfucker made a meme of me. Look at this. He made a picture of me. This motherfucker made a graphic of me, dog. Do you realize how much time went into that? <laughs> Do you know how much time went into that shit over little old me? Do you realize that I have a whole fan base mad? at me because I made an opinion. Do you realize I can't say anything that I want 
But these soft fucking trolls who never played, never coached, have no idea what football really is, get mad at me because their daddy, Patrick Mahomes, who's overrated and overhyped, is fucking going to make them upset that I called him out and said, he's okay. We know he's a talent. Never disputed that. But let's pump our brakes on the GOAT talk. He threw two touchdowns and two Super Bowls. <laughs> he, dog, calm down. And they get mad over an opinion. That's like me. That's like me coming in here and talking about, hey, Hector, that's like me coming in here and say. Fuck you. You like Snickers? Fuck that. I'm a Reese's motherfucker. Fuck you and your fucking re- and your Snickers. Like dog, that's how I that's how I would be if I got on Twitter and I just started talking shit to every single dick rider there was because they had an opinion. Sorry to say, dog, if you think I'm not going to express my opinions, you got the world fucked up. See, I'm not like you soft bitches. See, a lot of you first of all, Let's break down this thing. It's really funny. It's the little 17 to 25-year-old backwood white kids who are mad. See, the older brothers, they've they've hit me up and were like, Coach, I'm a Chief fan for life, and I appreciate your opinion. I would love to come out and talk. That's how grown folks talk. See, these young bitch-made cats are these little troll fucks who just want to speak to me because they're fanboys. Let's make no mistake about it. So when I started, this is how we proved this, okay? I started exposing these bitch-made cats, and I started posting their DMs on Twitter. And I'm putting screenshots of their DMs on Twitter. It's this dude with no shirt on talking about, (laughs) oh, my God, dog. I will beat your ass, and I'm a bot. We get we get down in the south. Oh, dog. Anyway, having said that, now I got a million new DMs, and these fucking bitch-made clout chasers want me to post them on Twitter so they can gain followers. This is how this fan base works. This is the in single most fucking pussy fan base. Dog, they're sending me pictures, so I post them on Twitter now because... <laughs> These motherfuckers want likes and follows. They don't give a fuck about the Chiefs because they're all fucking Fairweather fans. I can't wait for some real Chief fans to call in. Uh, I got all the time in the world today. Uh, I can't wait for some real fans to call in. I I got questions. I want to know. I want to know. I can't can't wait to see their expressions in the faces. And and if they they have any uh, real banter and have have some nuts on them, and can talk like a grown folk, I, I, I welcome all the Kansas City Chief callers. But we're going to know real quick, because if they don't want to show their face, we already know they're another troll bitch-made cat from this fan base, which I got to be honest. You know, last, last week I showed the Kansas City Chief fans, and I, what did I say? I said, hey, a loyal-ass group of motherfuckers. They're the most loyal fan base in America. They showed up a million plus deep to the celebration for the parade after they won. And I I gave them credit, did I not? That doesn't mean that 90% of you motherfuckers are just fair weather fans. Where were you when they got blown out in the Super Bowl a few years ago? 
Where were you when you lost last year to for Burrow at Burrowhead when he was three and zero against you? <laughs> I I tweeted the same shit. I literally tweeted the same things I did this year, last year, and I didn't hear anything from you motherfuckers. How fucking ironic. But, you know, we live in a what have you done for me world, lately, world, so can't wait. And then you see, I was a fan when we went 1-13. and 13. Well, when did they play 14 games in NFL? Conway Liddy. Hey, Conway Liddy, tell me right now, what year was it when you guys played 14 games in the NFL? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? These motherfuckers just say anything. I want to know, are you 75 years old, Conway Liddy? Because uh, the last time they played 14 games in the NFL, I don't believe it's been in your lifetime. <laughs> Are you shitting me? Wait up, dog. These motherfuckers are unbelievable dick riders. But we're gonna see. We're gonna see. Can't wait till they uh they can't wait till they jump in. 1971 is the last time they played uh 15 or 14 games in the NFL. I don't think Conway Liddy, just by his bitch ass name, was around when they were one and thirteen. Can't wait. Um, can't wait. Greg Opie, shut the fuck up, bitch boy. You're in my show, motherfucker. You wait around like a little boy should wait around. When daddy lets you in, I'll let you in. And we'll see if you show your little bitch-ass face. And if not, then shut the fuck up. And you wait till the show comes up where I drop the link for your bitch asses. And we'll see if you show up. I actually know about a thousand real Kansas City Chiefs fans that I'm really good with. I actually have talked to a shitload of Kansas City Chief fans over the weekend. And I got some real ones going to be calling in today, by the way. But having said that, let me give you a perspective on what's going on with the Chiefs, okay? First of all, the Chiefs is, Greg, go then. Bye. How about this? I'll do, a fa I'll do you a favor. I just block your bitch ass. <laughs> Because I'm blocking motherfuckers left. I blocked like 1,700 people on Twitter yesterday. Dog, I'm going to be honest. I agree. I agree with Pat McAfee. You just block them. It's just, it's, it's, it, I agree with him 100%, dog. It is, it is, uh, it's really, really fucking fulfilling. <laughs> um, can't wait to get it back. Um, let me give you a little perspective on the Chiefs, all right? Number one, I've talked to nothing but players, ex-players, NFL players, current and past, chief coaches, buddies of mine, coaches in the NFL. Why does everyone agree with my takes? It's ironic. The common denominator is everybody that agrees with me has something in common. They played. They coached. They currently coach. They coached before. They've coached in the NFL. They've coached Division One. They've actually played or coached quarterbacks. They all common denominator. We all have the same thing in common. So we all have a professional opinion in this. I, I remember. Make sure I understand. You understand. I said professional opinion. So the professional opinion is: 
wait five more years. If Mahomes wins some more Super Bowls, then we're all going to eat crow and say, you know what? Patrick Mahomes may go down as one of the best of all time. But for you dick riders to come out after year four, year three, year five, and say he's the GOAT, it blows my fucking mind. He plays inside of a gimmicky offense that has been created to suit his skill set. Andy Reid suits his skill set. Why don't you think that people were fucking foaming at the mouth to get Eric Bieniemy to come be their coach? Because they know he doesn't call the plays, A, and they know he can't bring Patrick Mahomes with him, B. So if Eric Bieniemy goes to a new place, he's going to call offense that isn't gimmicky, that doesn't throw 17 shuffle passes in the red zone a season for touchdowns, that doesn't throw fucking reverse fucking pass touchdowns in the red zone so he can have a huge, huge number. By the way, 18 of his touchdowns this year of under 10 yards. So, But nobody wants to talk about the real. And then when you say it, the fan base gets butthurt, and they get hurt, and, they saw, and they're, they're so private. Dog, I've never seen a more bitch-made fan base. I said that they were loyal and all that, but 90% of y'all are fake. Y'all haven't been around since fucking the real fucking day. You haven't been around the Chiefs their entire fucking time. I, I'm just curious, where were you guys when they were fucking atrocious in the fucking la- for the last 15 years? I'm just curious. You fair weather fans. It blows my mind. And then you got this fucking Mahomes character, his brother and his girl and his wife or whatever. Like, get the fuck out of here. We don't care. I only judge you for who you are on the field. Oh, man. I block them all, Big Bruce. I block them all. I block them all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. All you bitch-made cats, I block. Because you won't show your face. See, that's the true definition of character. You won't show your faces. How come you guys DM me, Kansas City Chiefs fans? How come you DM me with a zero-follower account, no profile picture? Please let me know. And you expect, just so you know, Half of you guys, I haven't even still haven't seen half the DMs because they go into a selected box that I don't have, don't allow anyone just to DM me. So when my buddies tell me, "Hey, you got a lot of DMs over here in private," let me I, let's open some up. You got zero followers, dog. We're just deleting you, dumb fucks. We're not reading your shit. We know you're fucking trolls. That is what the chief fan base is. They can't drop their nuts and have a real conversation. You can't do it. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, lots to dive into, though. If you guys, Chief fans, want to call in, um, I welcome it. But it may, understand, these are Zoom-style calls. This ain't no fucking, this ain't no goddamn call in, call in over the phone, motherfucker. This is real shit. This is some real shit. Chiefs Today podcast. You going to call in? I'm going to drop the link to Chiefs Today podcast. Are you going to call in? You don't understand. It's a face call, right? Because I'm telling you, if I put it in and you don't call with your face, you're just getting deleted out. So when you guys answer, all the Chief fans in here, when you guys all understand, these are Zoom-style face-to-face calls. So make sure we can hear you. Don't be ignorant because I'll just ignorant. Where I'm from, it's ignorant. If you're ignorant, I'm just going to fucking delete you. And call in, and I don't care if you talk shit. I'll talk back. We can have a real conversation. 
But understand, it's face-to-face, so everybody can see you, all right? Just so make sure. When you guys tell me you're going to call in, let's make sure that you understand that it is a face-to-face deal, all right? So that's how I'll make sure you know. I'll make sure you know. Um, Spring football, XFL's in full effect. They kicked off this past weekend. Um, I don't know if you saw any of this. I got a bunch of players playing in it. This is the uh, attendance. The attendance came out, you know, 12,000 fans, 12,000, 24,000. Seattle's uh, San Antonio game was the most. St. Louis crowds it out. And then Seattle, D.C. last night. Morgan Ellison, shout out. One of my former players plays running back for Seattle uh, XFL team. I got a few players playing in the the XFL team. And it was was a good, it was a good deal. I like the replay, the rules, the locker room talk uh, during halftime, all accessible. Makes you want to wish the NFL would do it. Matt McChesney's going to join me later. We're going to talk about the XFL. NBA All-Star Game, Mike Malone says it was, Mike Malone says the NBA All-Star Game is the worst he's ever seen. Um, You guys agree or not? Uh, The worst basketball game ever played. I don't know if you could fix it. Mike Malone on the All-Star Game. I don't know if you could, I don't know if you could fix it either, dog. It used to be back in the day, we would play the fourth quarter and we'd play defense. Remember that? We'd play defense in the fourth quarter. Now, there's no defense being played. Like, I, I don't understand. Why can't we play defense no more in the fourth quarter? Um, better competition was back in the day. I don't know about nowadays. It's kind of fucked up. I like how he says it's the worst basketball ever. Tatum drops 55, new record. Well, of course he did. Nobody fucking guarded him. Kevin jo- Kevin Love joins the Heat. Uh, G League player McClung dazzles with 350s to win the NBA dunk contest. Let me break this down. After this intro, I'll get into the Chiefs fans, see who really calls in or not. Let me get to this. This this. Let me get through this intro. G League player McClung dazzles. They say with three fifties to win the dunk contest. Dog, I got to be honest. Like I'm be honest. The mediocrity is the new excellence, as it says right here on my cup. Look at that shit. Mediocrity is the new excellence. Just like all the Chiefs fans thinks that. You know, the mediocre Mahomes is the new excellence because they're all young bitch-made cats. We all get that. But listen, mediocrity is the new excellence. Understand what I just said. G League player McClung dazzles with 350s to win NBA dunk contest. Do you hear the two things I said? G League player wins NBA dunk contest. Make that make sense. Is that not the most, the biggest fucking oxymoron you've ever heard? G League player wins NBA dunk contest. (laughs) Like, dog, you all thought it was the greatest thing ever watching this little white boy dunk on people or dunk in the game. Homie, he's 6'2". Impressive. You are impressive. But I want to know why the NBA players can't be in the dunk contest and don't have the nuts to show the fans some respect since they do pay your salary. But we had to bring up G league players who can't play in the league because they're not fucking good enough to win a dunk contest 
for your entertainment value because they know the game is an absolute mockery. It is so soft. LeBron plays 13 minutes because he says he hurts his pinky finger. Motherfucker, please. He was throwing balls off the backboard at Duncan. He looked fine to me. You're telling me he's missed the last five games after he broke the record to now come back and throw balls off the backboard and catch them motherfuckers like he's looked 25 years old again and he he couldn't play the last five after he broke the record? Dog, these, these are the cats you all call goats. You think Jordan and Kobe and all these old school players would have set out and not played the last five games after they broke a record? First of all, they would have won the game they broke the record in, unlike LeBron has ever done. Every record LeBron owns, he lost the game. But why can't he show up and play for the fans who are paying for his salary? Curious. But that's what the NBA All-Star game has turned into. It is fucking joke. It is a joke. The Cardinals hire a 29-year-old DC. Uh, 29 years old, defensive coordinator in the NFL. Got to wait to see it. Love it. Uh, can't wait to see it. I don't... I. It blows my mind, dog. We're getting younger, but we're getting more analytical. We already know the gangsters on the sideline are no longer it. We know. You know why? Because the players are no longer gangster. (laughs) Let that sink in. Let that sink in. So now we got to hire motherfuckers that we can relate to these soft video game playing motherfuckers and the Patrick Mahomes brothers of the world who do TikTok videos and TikTok dances. That's what we have to do. Wear dresses and shit. That is what we got to do. So that's who we have to hire now. We got to hire motherfuckers to equal what is playing. So, um, you know, it is what it is. Um, Let's see. Hold up. Ash. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Hold up. Um, man, ESPN is unbelievable. ESPN is unbelievable. Um, Michigan State has their first game back against Michigan, of all people, since the deadly shooting. Uh, shout out to them. Adam Silver avoids load management questions because, of course, you know, when you're when you're scared to lose your product, you're, you're not going to talk about it. It blows my mind. How are you going to avoid load management questions? You're paying these dudes all this money and you're not letting them play? Tiger apologizes for a joke that he shows a tampon to Justin Thomas. But I want to be clear here. Apparently, the apologies are not good enough. First of all, if Tiger fucked up, I would have never apologized. I would have never apologized. Ever, ever, ever. I would have never apologized for what I did. Remember this right here? You're going to need this on the back nine. Super absorbent, by the way. (laughs) That was a year ago at the same golf course. The Riviera, I was there with Pat Perez. I was actually there. That happened. So hold on. Now Tiger gives him a a little joke, a little banter. And and Michael fucking Johnson, former Olympian, says, 
He thinks Tiger Woods' apology for the tampon prank wasn't good enough. That's probably because Tiger isn't sorry. He knows the joke was funny. Michael Johnson, shut the fuck up. I'm not even a Tiger fan. You know me, I call him Weiger Woods. Dog, this motherfucker, why are we so soft? Like, I can't talk about the Chiefs. People act like I, I was, people really act like I, I called out Patrick Mahomes and said he was the biggest bitch made cat ever made. He's a horrible human. No, I actually say he's a great human. Love the cat. Love how he plays. Plays through injury. Love it. Quarterback job description. Play through injuries or being hurt. I said, I love the fact that he stayed in the game. See, this is what the novice fan don't even see. They don't even give a fuck. They don't have a clue that he played through the ankle. They have no idea. First of all, it wasn't that bad of an injury, number one, so he should have played. These young cats don't know who Jack Youngblood are, though. They don't know who Ronnie Lott is. So when I talk about it, they only hear the trigger words. They only hear mediocre. They only hear overrated. They don't understand why. See, you soft fucks now need an apology. And half the DM said, Coach, you just just apologize and, 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 and it's over. Motherfucker, please. You got me fucked up. You think I'm apologizing? Or fuck you, motherfucker. You think I'm apologizing for giving you an opinion? But you bitch-ass motherfuckers can talk about all the fucking people in the world? So when you guys bash Joe Burrow, it's okay. When you send me pictures and DMs and, hey, I'm going to show up with a knife. I wish you would show up with a knife, first of all. I fucking really wish you would, number one. But that's okay. (laughs) Come on, man. Get the fuck out of here. First of all, Indy Coach, you made up a name with my meme. You're not calling it because you're fucking weird. I don't even want to deal with your weird old creepy ass. You probably are a pedo that sits at the house all day in the backwoods of fucking Missouri somewhere. So I'm getting rid of you. Um, man, you guys, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, can't wait. I'm going to drop the link. We're going to see who wants to call in, and we're going to see your faces in the back. We'll... We'll make sure we go through your faces and make sure you show your face. The link is right here in the chat. I'm not going to waste too much time on this. The link is right there in the chat. So you guys that are real, you want to call in, let's see your face. Let's ha- let's hear your conversation. Uh, don't just call in. Motherfucker, I'll delete you. We want to hear your real conversation. We want to hear what you have to say. And then we'll decide if we bring you in and talk. Okay? So... I'm going to ask you a few questions first to make sure you're legitimate, and then we'll go from there. So the chat is right there. Make sure you hit it. And uh, Chiefs fans, you guys are welcome. Call on in. Chiefs Today podcast. Can't wait to hear from you. Uh, Hopefully you have a podcast. I don't know if you do or not. Um, The Coach Steve Show. Yeah. He said, it's amazing how people can tweet whatever they want and be wrong or threatened, but can't be wrong or apologize for it. But when you give your opinion and they don't agree, they go after you. Yes. Guarantee. Guarantee you. Um, That is a fact. That is what it is nowadays. (laughs) That is what it is. So, um, 
I'm dropping the link. I'm going to keep dropping the link because nobody's called in yet. So that's what I'm confused about. <laughs> it don't take that long, dog. Drop your email in the, in, the, in the deal when you click the button, homie. It's not that hard. Why does it take so long? <laughs> Why does it take so long? Dog, call it on in. What's going on? Everybody in the chat, troll, scary motherfuckers, homie. Oh, my God, dog. You got to be kidding me. All this talk and no one calls in? You got to be kidding me. Oh, I lost a lot of fucking respect for the Chiefs fans. You know what? We got one. Zach. What's up, man? What's going on? Hold on. Let me make your let me make your face bigger. Uh, what's up, brother? How you doing? Oh, I'm good, man. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Chief fan? Uh, di- yeah, diehard. Uh, I was born and raised in uh, – actually, I was born and raised in uh, Garden City, Kansas. So, yeah. Oh, shit. My old stomping grounds. Yes, uh, sir. I like Garden City, man. All right. So, what's up, man? Let me let me ask you something first, okay? Okay. okay. I, I just want to make sure I know <laughs> who I'm talking to. I, I appreciate you calling. So, Absolutely. Have you, did you play? Uh, yeah, I, I got as far as uh, as as JUCO, but I, I unfortunately I had a heart issue that uh, prevented me from actually playing in JUCO. So, all right, so you played you played high school at Garden City High? No, actually, I I moved to Arizona, so I played for I played at uh, Queen Creek High School in Arizona. Okay, so you played high school, you went to JUCO. All right, have you coached? Uh, I've done uh, two years at a uh, varsity level in high school. I got you. All right, so. All right, let me ask you something. So this is my thing, all right? So I make opinions. Uh, yep. I've never personally attacked anybody in the mm-hmm. Chiefs fan base. Obviously, I had a little cup of tea on the practice squad in OTAs with the Chiefs back in the day. Uh, I grew up with Tony Gonzalez. Tony's older brother was my Juco tight end, Chris Gonzalez. So I've, I've had multiple players like Orlando Skandrick, Daniel Sorensen play for the Chiefs. Right. And so I've been to many games in the booth, uh, I have nothing but love for Kansas City. Uh, obviously, I lived there in St. Joe's, and I've, I've been around the whole organization. I still know the trainer who's been there forever. I took my entire team into the fucking facility. So let me ask you guys something. I, 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 I make an opinion, and the fan base are now talking about – they're like – I get death threats and shit. It's unbelievable. But yeah. I want to know your opinion on, on – you want to ask me a question on what I say. So let me go, go ahead. I want to know. Yeah. So my, my question is, is so, I mean, I tune into the show all the time. I know you say that Mahomes is a gimmick. So my, I mean, what I'm looking for is what, I mean, what exactly do you find as a gimmick? Uh, you know, because I mean, all the dude does is wins. He's won with, you know, shitty defenses. Let's be real. I mean, his first year in the league when he, you know, threw 50 touchdowns, got the AFC title. We had the worst defense in the league. You know, it, so, I mean, I mean, I'm not going to talk shit because obviously your credentials are a lot better than mine. I'm just wondering, like, what exactly, why exactly is he a gimmick? Is it just because, well, like, of the style of quarterback he plays? Yeah. Because I know he's not, like, the typical setup in the pocket. Throw, and I know, like, I've, I've known you, you know, you've mentioned it about Burrow, and I agree. Burrow sets up in the pocket. Burrow delivers the football. Right. I've seen Mahomes do it, but obviously he doesn't do it at the rate Burrow does because he likes to ad-lib a lot. So, I mean... What is the exact definition of, like, what makes him a gimmick? It's kind of like what I'm looking for. All right, let me let me break it down. First of all, I never said he was gimmicky. When I started saying that Mahomes was gimmicky, it's because I 
if you don't go back far enough in my shows and what I've said, I said mm-hmm. the offensive style is a gimmicky style. Okay. It's set up for Patrick Mahomes' skill set. Andy right. Reid has created certain things. So let me ask you guys something. I want to ask the whole fan base. If you know anything about Andy Reid, okay, Andy Reid's the common denominator here. Andy Reid has had multiple MVP quarterbacks, candidates, players that have, he's resurrected from Alex Smith, Donovan McNabb, to Michael Vick, to A.J. Feely, to Kevin Cobb, to Jeff Garcia. When they've left Andy Reid have been absolute dog shit. Mm-hmm. All right, number one. Number yep. two, have you ever watched the Eagles with Donovan McNabb or any other style? Did you watch the Chiefs with Alex Smith? I did. Did you see any of the shit that they're doing now then? Uh, no, because I don't believe Alex Smith obviously had the skill set. That that's my fucking point, everybody. Like, what do you guys mean? It's a gimmick style because Patrick Mahomes can't stand in the pocket and make throws on time. He has to ad lib. So what happens is you have to create an offense that is conducive for his skill set. Listen, that is great coaching. That's right. Andy Reid being a great-ass coach. Okay. He has to adhere to his personnel. And so Patrick Mahomes, who is a freak of nature, right? right. He has the arm of like we haven't seen since Aaron Rodgers. He can move. He can get out the pocket. What we've become enamored with is the left-hand shit. And the old and the and the shovel and all this shit and people are like, damn, he's different. No, he's not. We've been seeing a fucking XFL quarterback did it last night. Right. Let's calm down. So what I'm saying is, he's created an offense that helps him succeed. Not it's no knock on it, but what I'm saying is, people think that he's like the greatest thing since sliced bread. He threw two touchdowns in two Super Bowls, bro. Four interceptions. And he just threw three touchdowns in a game where he threw 180 yards. He hasn't absolutely lit up Super Bowls or big games. He has never left the Arrowhead Stadium confines in an AFC title game. He's played all of them at home, bro. You lost him. You lost to Burrow last year. I agree. He played a shitty half. And and I want to. I'm just curious. I posted these same tweets last year. I never attacked Mahomes. I said, listen, until he can throw from the pocket and stand in there and make throws on time. People are going to sit back on him with the Bengals did last year, and he threw two late picks, and it yeah. cost him. But is he going to go on the road and win? And then you could say, well, Coach, it ain't his fault he plays at home. It ain't his fault. But they're playing in the worst fucking division in football right now. Yeah. Everyone thought it was going to be great. It's been absolute dog shit. It reminds me of the Patriots and Tom Brady in the East when the I Buffalo agree. Bills and the Miami Dolphins and everybody was shitty. And now that is what we're seeing now. So it ain't no knock on Mahomes. But what I'm saying is, let's not call him Joe Montana, who went 4-0 and and 14 right. touchdowns and zero interceptions in Super Bowls. Like, let's that. calm down here. We're, that's my point. I said, let me see the dude play a few more years. And just so we're clear, when Andy Reid leaves this team pretty soon, I would assume, yeah, we're going to see the real come out. And we're going to see, okay, because listen, this is not a knock on Mahomes. Whoever comes in is not going to be as good as Andy Reid. Yeah, no way. No. So that's my point. Then you're going to have to see this guy throw the ball from particular scenarios that are not conducive to what he's doing now. He's not going to be able to roll out and fucking throw a shovel pass in the red zone because they designed this great offensive play. Dog, it's no knock. He's a freak. I I love his I love how he plays games. He doesn't miss games. Dog, I've said it on the show. It's not like people don't listen to the show though. So they they just hear me say one thing and it's a trigger word. 
yeah. then they get all butt hurt. And the bottom line is, let's wait some years. Let's see him win. He's been to four. He's been to three Super Bowls. And just under, I'm 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 confused though. We don't want to talk about. He's been his first few rosters, bro, were the best in football. Let's yeah. make no mistake about it. He got waxed and dominated in one Super Bowl. He got dominated by Tom Brady, 45 years old, twice. One with the Patriots in the AFC title game, once in the Super Bowl. So it's not like now. Let me let me be clear. If he would have beat if he would have beat Brady those two times in one Super Bowls, and he would have beat Burrow last year, dog, I'm already putting him up there. I'm like, damn, this motherfucker wins every game. He's big time in Super Bowls. He's not. But he has some big time in Super Bowls. He has big time in some AFC title games. His best AFC title game was to come back and beat the Bills last year. But what a but fair he, question. He, he tries running loses to Burrow. What a fair question, though, would be to ask you, because obviously you're you're an offensive guy, you know, in that Super Bowl against Tampa, you know, when you're playing with pretty much an entire backup offensive line against arguably the best defense in the league that year, does that have a little bit of something to do with it? Because, again, you have more experience than me. I don't know a lot of quarterbacks that can go up against the number one defense with three or four oh, backup offensive on. lines. Why do I keep hearing this narrative? So why? So let me ask you this. Yeah. So Burrow, Burrow just doesn't get that same pass? I get Burrow. I get Burrow to say. I'm, I'm saying the worst O line. What do you mean? The Chiefs have one of the best O lines in football. No, the year they played Tampa, though, he was they went up against a juggernaut defensive line. But he was also missing four of his starting offenses. Yes, I mean, exactly, just like Burrow was this year. hundred percent. I'll give Burrow the pass on that. hundred percent. Yes. So this is the thing, though. Nobody cares. Have, I, I haven't have. seen Chief fans giving Burrow a bunch of love because he had no fucking offensive line this year. I don't see anyone – nobody cares, bro. Like, if you make it there, yeah. you're expected to win the game. Like, that's it. Like, I'm not – we don't care about the scenarios. We don't care about what's happening with the O-line and everybody else. Nobody cares in two years you're going to be like, hey, fuck yeah. it. This who won. But, hey, man, I appreciate you. I'm going to get you some more callers. I, I, I appreciate you calling in, brother, and having Absolutely. a civil conversation. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. I appreciate you as well, but, man, thank All you. Right, I appreciate you. Christian Ainsworth, what's going on? What's up, man? How you doing? Good, man. You got a setup, man. You got you got a podcast or what? Yes, sir. I do. I'm over at Arrowhead Live. Okay, got you. Uh, what's up, man? Drop your questions, man. I can't wait. Yeah. So, if Andy Reid is this offensive genius, right? Why did it take well, him 21 years to win a Super Bowl? His gimmicky. Okay. Well, his gimmicky offense. How did it take him 21 years to win a Super Bowl? Well, first of all, let's ask. Let's talk about the rosters. Have you ever compared any of his prior rosters to the chief rosters that he's had? Uh, yes, I have. Yeah, it's not close. So it's not close. Not close. That Eagles close. team with To and Donovan McNabb is no. not close. Well, yeah, Donovan McNabb and To. Does he? Did he have Kelsey and, and Tyreek Hill? <laughs> did he have an offensive line? Huh? Did he have an offensive line? And the Eagles? yes, he had an offensive line. If you go back to that Tampa game. In Philly, you have an offensive line. Wait, wait, wait. Yes, wait. yes, in Philly. Let's right. talk about Philly. So, let's talk about Andy Reid and his success prior. That you're saying, I get this question all the time. Why didn't he win a Super Bowl before? Well, first of all, he was in a much tougher NFC division at the time with a team that doesn't nearly stack up to this Chiefs roster. If we look from top to bottom, all right, from the top to bottom, the team that lost the Super Bowl to the Bucks was better than his Philly teams. Just so we're clear. So that doesn't really hold water for me. Like, he has the great roster the last four years. He was winning with Alex Smith, bro. Yeah, his <laughs> defense was ranked 
top 16 on average those years. You get into these eras with Mahomes, it's ranked 21st in DVOA across those years. On oh, average, the worst division in football. You're in the AFC West. The worst division? Yeah, it's now the worst division. It's it's okay. been there. on paper. Yeah. You guys came in this year as being one of the best, and you go to being the fucking worst. So I'm just curious as to why you guys carry so much weight. He, th- this is how you know he's playing every home game. He's playing every AFC title game from home, bro. It's not like he's traveling the world to play games on the road. Dude, what? Why is that? Why is that? Why is he playing every game division, at home? I just said it. Because the shitty division? Dude, yes. the AFC has the – okay, AFC. We'll talk conference then. Hold on. I'm Maybe the top 10 quarterbacks in the, in the AFC game. AFC West. They're all in the AFC. Okay, the That's AFC West. The AFC West. You still got to play the other however many teams in the division. What would that be, 12? You got to play 12 other teams in the division. Okay, so – you're still playing at home. That's the bottom line. I'm not saying I'm yeah, not you for that's playing an at advantage. Home. Yeah, you exactly. have to earn that advantage. Yeah. I'm not you for playing at home. You guys earn the right to play at home. I've said okay. this over and over and over. What I'm saying is let's stop anointing you as the GOAT, Mahomes, as the GOAT, when we haven't seen him play one playoff game on the road yet, and he okay. still lost at home against Burrow last year. And he's lost like a regular season. Yeah, the Super Bowl. So my point is, when regular we see season guys games. travel and play games on the road and through time, my whole point of this thing, if you haven't figured it out, is time through attrition. Let's see the guy. He's on game. He's year four, dude. I understand your home base, your fan base is happy. You've won two Super Bowls, dog. I I, used to, I was there. I get it. I love a lot of you fan base. I I, I have a lot of friends there. I'm happy for them winning Super Bowls. I'm not knocking this motherfucker for winning Super Bowls. What I'm saying is let's pump our brakes. When he starts to win four or three and four and five, now I'm going to start eating crow and say, you know what? This motherfucker's a winner. He's a fucking dude. But he's not yet because let me ask you something. You do a podcast. Did you play football? Uh, yes, I did in high school, but I didn't. I wasn't hey, good enough to play football. College. Did you coach football? Uh, I have coached football as an assistant recently. What level? High school. Okay. And see, that's the thing. I, I, I get a lot of phone calls. No offense to you, dog. I'm not I'm not knocking you for what you do and knocking your hustle, but you don't know shit. Like people don't understand. Ask me questions, I'm not man. You, in particular. you don't, I'm not talking you don't you in know particular. what I know. Well, I'm not asking talking to you in particular, though. Don't get offensive. I'm not talking to you in particular. All I'm saying is you fan base don't know shit. And and I love when I hear you say you don't know what I know. Bro, I do know what you know, and I know what you don't know. If you didn't play big-time football past high school and haven't coached it and never have coached the quarterback position or know what it really takes to do to have success, you don't know, bro. So stop thinking you do. I, I never said – okay, I never said that I did. I said you know? had no idea what I know. You don't I, know what I know. I do. Before you even say that, I actually do know what you know. So – let me let me ask you something, dude. Yeah, what's up? What's the difference between quarters and cover two? Quarters and cover two? Well, in quarters, you probably have deep. You're playing deep. Your corners go yeah, straight back. Wrong. Cover right. two could be a shell. You don't know what you you don't know, bro. Oh, That's I don't okay. Point. You yeah, don't okay. Know cover four. Cover four. Cover four is deep. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. You're not even close, bro. Cover two. Cover two. You're, you can play listen, either zone or man. Dude, you're not. You're not close. You can play triangle coverage on the backside if you want. You don't know, bro. 
I'm just be honest. Why I'm can't not, you admit I'm it? Not I'm, not, I know I'm, blast you. I'm just I'm, I'm letting you on my show. I'll come on your show and I'll let you ask me questions. I have no problem with it, by the way, since you've had the nuts to come on my show and be civil. I will go on your show. I'm get, and I'm a man of my word. So having said that, peak, be clear here. You don't know the difference between cover two and quarters. And that's my point. It's no knock on you. I'm just pointing out a fact. A lot of your fan base don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And when I make a statement that's factual, you guys get butt hurt. Okay, you're right. A lot of fans don't know the game incredibly well. I agree with you. And you know what? You're right about the Brady thing, too. I think it's too early to be calling him the GOAT. All right? We haven't seen enough of Mahomes. You can't tell me that Mahomes is a gimmicky quarterback. When I, Andy I Reed, am telling you that, bro. Okay, it's, all right. I break the film down. I have it. <laughs> all right. Push passes and the shit like that was happening when Alex Smith was the quarterback. They're they calling the same stuff now by design, and yes, but they're not. They weren't even close to the same design. And I'm a, me and Sean Salisbury. We're oh, gonna no, break they, down Alex Smith offense under Andy Reid, Donovan McNabb offense under Danny Reid, Jeff Garcia, Cobb, AJ Philly. We're gonna break Michael Vick down. You don't see Michael Vick's offense this gimmicky, bro. Michael Vick ran NFL style offense under Andy Reid. He didn't run this so shit. We're running college style the, right now. I grew up with Eric Bieniemy, bro. <laughs> you do understand, right? I have a little bit of insight that other people don't realize. Of course. So what I'm well, saying you had is, your own show. You were a JUCO coach. Of course listen, you have no, knowledge that I don't know. I'm not arguing that. I, I understand. They're creating this style, though, that is conducive to what he can do well. And they've won two Super Bowls, bro. That's this every offense. unbelievable. Dude. And it's Andy Reid, a thousand percent. People don't want to. People want to talk about when Mahomes go. When Mahomes went out. Chad Henney went 99 yards. That's probably why you beat the Jaguars. Backup quarterback. Dude, I, my point is, bro, you guys don't miss a beat with whoever's in the game. Oh, okay, look at so the playoffs. Doggy, you got to realize, put it, went out. it in perspective. You went out against the Browns. Huh? Chad Henney goes one for one, one touchdown, one interception, played awful. He had like a, like a 50 something. Uh, Dog, he kept you guys in the game. What are you talking about? That one game? Yeah. But you can't tell me that Chad Henney is the same type of quarterback that Patrick Mahomes is or that he can come in and pick up right where he left off when he clearly can't and it's been proven in games. There's a body of work here you're not looking at, man. Bro, bro li listen. Coaches adhere to their personnel. Andy Reid has done a great job with his personnel. And Alex Smith was great in this offense, and they didn't run this style. They had to change the style to adapt to your personnel. That is the fact. Like, if you don't understand football, you'll never grasp that concept. So, okay. No, I agree with you. That I agree is, with you. Adapted to his personnel and had to do what Mahomes does well. Yes. Why is Mahomes being knocked for that? He's not being knocked for it. But what I'm telling you is he's not the he has he's lost to a 45-year-old twice. That does it the right okay. way. Who's he in does it the right way. He does That's it the right way. The right way is to step in the pocket. This is my point. Mahomes, Mahomes is the second best passer inside the pocket. He has the so second I forgot, best. I forgot. You probably don't know the whole show, but listen, the whole story, but listen. Okay. The whole point right. of being sustainable for a long time, all right? There is no more Tom Brady's. There's probably not going to be any more Aaron Rodgers. My point is this. If you cannot throw the ball on time, in a rhythm, understanding coverage, who's hot, who's not, and 
make calls at the line of scrimmage, your career is probably going to be short-lived. So Mahomes going into year five, okay, if the cat cannot grow as far as being a passer from the pocket and throw it on time, his career is not going to be as long as you guys think. So I want to know, how are you going to call this guy the GOAT when he only plays seven years in the NFL and has two Super Bowls compared to guys playing 20 years and have seven when he can't even beat the guy at 45 years old because of the system and the style of play? All I'm saying is let's see him play and grow and mature. If he goes and becomes a guy that's sitting in there, getting the ball out on time, he's throwing it like he is because he has all the skills in the world. We know Mahomes is freak. Then you start to say, you know what? He started off slow. He came out slow. He's not the guy we thought he was out of Texas Tech. He's matured. Now the motherfucker's getting it out on time. He's, stay, he's staying upright. He's not ad-libbing, getting out the pocket when he really can climb the pocket, which I'm, I'm going to tell you, he's done better this year than he did in the last two years in that regard. But what I'm saying is, let's see it happen for a few years. Let's not just fucking jump to the gun and start saying he's the best ever and get mad that I say he's overrated. I didn't say he's going to be overrated at the end of his career. I said right now, in my opinion, we give him too much anointing. That's all I'm saying. Okay, and, and yes, I believe if there's anybody out there calling him the GOAT, he is not the GOAT yet. There's still plenty of time he has well, to then, play. Hey, then that, that's, fine. That's, what I'm, that's the only thing it, I'm exactly. saying. No, no, no. That's not what you're saying. You're saying he's a gimmicky quarterback that's overrated. Now, if you – if people are calling him the goat, then yeah, he's a bit overrated. If you say he's a gimmicky That's quarterback that can't get the ball out on time, if if you're saying he's a quarterback that can't get the ball out on time, can't take two step, three step, five step drops, then you're wrong. He's a, he had the second best passer rating in the league this year in the pocket, bro. That's making time throws, eighteen touchdowns, yards. Yeah, that's because we had we had teams playing cover four and cover two against us all year. This was the knock against us last year. That was the knock. Oh, you don't even know what cover four and cover two is. Hey, listen. Hey, Christian, I really appreciate you calling. I'm going to get to some more Chief fans, man, and I'll come on your show. Drop me a DM. All right, I will do. Thanks, All right, man. I appreciate you. All right. Uh, Anthony McGee, you've been waiting. What's up? What's going on, man? Hey, you on your phone? Yeah, I'm on my phone. Turn it sideways for me real quick. I got you. Yeah, working for me. You probably gotta. You probably gotta switch it. Um, hold on, Xavier. Been waiting, Xavier. What up? You got. You muted, brother. You muted. Brian, what up? Hey, what up, man? Hey, you on your phone? I am. You want me to turn it? Yeah, please, so we get a better view. Cool. Hey, what's up, brother? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So. I'm, I, I want to come at this a couple or this way as I agree with you on one aspect and disagree on another aspect. The All first right. one is Mahomes is not the GOAT. Anybody that goes out there saying that stuff, I'm your age, bro. Don't tell me that he's the GOAT after six seasons of football. I don't want to hear it. I don't care. I don't care what he does. He has done. You can't be the GOAT after playing six seasons of football. It just doesn't work that way. When I've seen other guys, look, I'm a Montana guy, and I don't really care what anybody does. Montana's going to be my goat until I die. That's just kind of the way it works for me. Him and Brady as my two – I had I had to split those two when I did my quarterback rankings last week. I, I got Mahomes – I got. I mean, I got uh, Montana and Brady as my goat, 1A, 1B. Right, right. What I will say, though, is 
is that this year I think Mahomes did his best quarterback work as far as playing the position because they took away his best talent as far as deep receiver because let's just be honest, the Chiefs receivers are garbage. They, they're, they're not good. Yeah, he but when Harvey what, got they had, what they did was teams are basically telling him you're either going to have to take these short passes and run the football because you're not going to throw it over our head. And in years past, he couldn't do that. He threw it deep, and, and it cost him, like in the AFC Championship game last year. It cost him because he literally couldn't sit in there and just take what they were giving him. He did that, though, this year, and that is where I say he did his best quarterback work, which I know you say is gimmicky, and, and it can be. A lot of it is. Don't get me wrong. A lot of it is. But what I'm saying is he did his best quarterback work because he didn't have a guy that he could just throw it up to and run over over everybody's head and catch a ball. He didn't have a guy like that this year, and he actually played the quarterback position a hell of a lot better. Let me me flip the coin on you. Yeah. I I think that it was Andy Reid's best work because you have a team now, when Hardman goes out, you have nobody to take the top off. Right. So you got a guy in Kelsey. You guys, you got a guy in Kelsey who's going to get all the attention now. Which defenses still blow my mind why they didn't double him in the Super Bowl. I don't know why. But anyway, you right. don't have any top off wideouts anymore. When Tyreek got traded, I think that Andy Reid took an offense where he knew that he had bigger, slower guys on the edge, Kelsey in the middle, and you have to use your backs in the in the in the pass game. So what happened is he had to create some things that were window dressing to get these other guys the ball in certain ways that a lot of guys that didn't play football would never understand what he did. So right. I think Andy Reed I understand. Best, I think he had his it? best career ever as a play caller this year compared to what he's had because in the past I think he's got he was he was a little bit happy with the talent that surrounded Mahomes with Tyreek. Absolutely. So so I think that he let Ty, he let Mahomes go out and be the big arm athletic freak that he is. And I think it cost him because that's why he threw touchdowns. I mean, threw interceptions into the teeth of defenses last year in, in the Super Bowl because he's got all these weapons and he's not that pocket guy to yet understand, okay, I don't know if it's quarters or two yet. I'm going to try to throw over the mic. It's picked because he didn't realize it was quarters. And then now, now this year, you got slower, bigger guys with Kelsey still. You got more athletic backs who you got to get the ball to in certain ways in certain formational uh, situations. And I believe Andy Reid masterminded an entire system around what Pat can do well and what he don't do well. And you've seen it in the Super Bowl. They sprinted him out. They got on the edge versus stagnant front that the Eagles blew my mind with. They bring no pressure. I don't know why. So you have Patrick Mahomes on the edge, which is clean. You got him see the field. He's making every right decision. You see they didn't throw the ball too much, though. He was 21 and 27 for 180 or whatever. But he, he was efficient because of what Andy Reid did. So I don't know. I, they're not, I, I, give I get what the, you're saying. I give him all the credit in the world, though, by losing those guys and everyone saying, oh, myself included, I eat crow on, oh, the Chiefs ain't going to be that good without these guys. Right. And then well, I'm, here's the one thing that they did this year or in the Super Bowl that in past years Andy Reid didn't do when they should have done it, especially when they lost to Tampa Bay, is they ran the damn football. Is that in past years they wouldn't run the football. And they actually ran the football, so his numbers are a little misleading because he didn't have to throw for 300 yards because 
the Chiefs' offensive line was kicking their ass. Hey, I don't. This is what I don't get too. When you break down, if everyone's so analytical now. Everybody wants to be a stat that guy, right? When you break down the fact that the Chiefs led the league in yak yards. That means he threw the ball at or behind the line of scrimmage in fifty percent of his throws, and that receiver got him more yak yards than any other player in the, in the football. But when I say that, everybody's like, "Oh no, no, that is the fact. It's the truth." I'm I'm just trying to be clear here. Why we think this guy's back here just throwing dig routes and corners and posts? He's not. No, no. What? His yak yards with Hardman and Kelsey Correct. and Schuster Smith early on and Van Skelt. These guys, dog. Just so we're clear, Aaron Rodgers made Scantling a tradable commodity. Absolutely. He wasn't going to the Chiefs if he was dog shit in in Green Bay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, Aaron Rodgers made this dude a fucking dude, and guess what he gave, guess what he became here in Kansas City? Average. Yeah. Well, and, and you're 100 percent right, and and I call it analytical nerd football. That's why I don't like Staley out in San Diego because all this analytical nerd football get your ass beat. That's the way it works. But you're right about that throwing the ball behind the line of scrimmage. I just don't think they had. Now Mahomes has his deficiencies. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think they had the receiving core that can play the the actual position of receiver to run those routes. I don't think that they have that. And even as good as Tyreek Hill is, he's not even a guy that you're going to say, run me a dig. He's not running the whole route tree. No. He's not doing that, man. I mean, so, but I give him credit. I, I just give him credit. I'm just a guy. I'm in your boat. I'm your age, bro. I played football too. Don't talk to me about Pat Mahomes being the GOAT. I think he's great, but you got to do it over a sustained period of time. And six years ain't it. it that ain't enough. No, it ain't. Five years, I think. He didn't even play his first yeah, year. Yeah, that's right. He didn't even play his first year. I think he I think he benefited greatly from watching Andy Reid and Alex Smith, by the way. I think well, he, he didn't know how to play the quarterback position. Coming from Texas Tech and that offense in the Big 12. Look, I played in the Big 12. They don't have no defense in the Big 12, man. So he didn't even know how to play the position coming right out of college. So absolutely sitting that first year helped him. Hey, did you play at K-State? I did. What year? 97 and 98. I'm from your neck of the woods. I went to Coffeeville first okay. and was pretty good there and then went to K-State and started at left guard for 97 and 98. Did you play with Joe Hall there yet? I know Joe Hall, but he came in 99. Joe Hall played uh, – he was behind me in my high school. Ah, okay. Was his dad the coach? Later on, yeah. He, okay. he was my coach, but, yeah, later, I'm way – I'm a little older. He's young, He's younger than us. But Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's younger. You had, you had a tight end there, too, that played with you during that time. Did, was Marvin Simmons with you? He wasn't. Nope. We Marvin. had a guy. He played for San Francisco, Justin Swift. But, no, Marvin Simmons wasn't there yet. Yeah, Marvin I, – I coached Marvin and the whole family, so they – Okay. Marvin went to K State. Uh, uh, Billima recruited Bar uh, uh, Marvin. Yeah, Billima was after me. He yeah, came. Okay, okay, okay. I was there with uh, Mike Stoops, yeah. Venables. Yeah. You know, uh, with those guys. Yeah. Man, yeah. Gino. The basically '98 year, then '99 is when they all went with Bob Stoops to OU. I got you. You played with Michael Bishop. I did. I got you. Yeah, I did. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Hey, man, I appreciate you calling in, man. Much love. No to problem. You. I wish you the best. You too. Thank you. Hi, brother. Uh, Anthony, what up? What's going on? What up, man? You, you high the motherfucker or something? What's up? Why are you talking so low, homie? Oh, yeah. yeah, I just got done smoking. 
right, what's cracking? What you got? What question? What you got for? Not much, man. I was trying to see, man. What, what you think they're gonna do with McCole, though? That's with who? McCole Harmon. Oh shit! I don't know. He's probably he's probably out of there. I was thinking that too, man. He, he out of there. Good. They gotta get they gotta get him some weapons, man. They gotta get him some weapons. So what? They don't so really what's your got deal? No what's your deal with oh. you? You in KC? Yeah, I'm in KC. Yeah, but I ain't, I ain't one of those little. I'm not no Patrick Mahomes super fan. Uh, you know, I was hey, really it don't even matter. Fan. It don't even matter if you are though. That the thing, the difference is the the ones that I got hitting me up are all a bunch of fucking little white rich kids who are a bunch of bitch made cats, and they they you see why are they not in here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they not in here. And they, it ain't no real ones. Hard on Twitter, no, man. All real ones call in and have a conversation. The fake ones bitch oh, and moan and troll, and then they don't even call in. So, yeah, you know, I'm seeing that all on the it, Twitter. Bro. Yeah, where you from? Yeah, you, you just like my. I'm from KC, KCMO. Okay, got you. If yeah, uh, you know about that area. Yeah, and uh, I know it all. I lived all in that area. So, I, shit, uh, I recruited yeah. the hell out of it for my entire life. So, I, I know the whole area. I, I've got a bunch of uh, buddies out there, a lot of friends, man. So, from Ind- Independence, Missouri, right there by where you are. Um, so, not my indie when I was down in Kansas, but your indie. Yeah. A lot of Polynesians, yeah, dog. out of Independence, yeah. uh, Missouri. It is, though. And then uh, I remember having – I had a scholarship for Tabor, Tabor, Kansas. Oh, Tabor College. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. Um, hey, I don't know what they're gonna do with, my, with him, bro. But you know, we'll see, we'll see. But hey, Chiefs won a Super Bowl, man. Shit, you can't, you can't do nothing. But say, they, hey, they you can't. Line, Kelsey they got him. A, Kelsey got him another one. You know, I'm a big Kelsey yep. fan. So yeah, you know, I yep. was there for when it was Jamal Charles and Kelsey and Alex Smith doing their thing, and yep. you know the de- defense. You know, they had Tom Bahali. Can't forget about him, man. You know. Yeah. Justin Houston. No doubt, no doubt. I remember the whole team, man. The whole roster. Like I said, I've had, I've had former players play for the Chiefs. I've, I've, I've always, uh, I've always liked the organization being happened to be a part of it for a for a hot cup of tea. So I know a lot of people in it. They're all, like I said, most loyal fan base in America. But what it is is real fans like y'all call in. The fake ones, yeah. the fake ones are just fair weather fans. So. Yeah. That's what it is. Get uh, they, skin, I'm gonna uh, get to the next caller, man. I appreciate you being real. Yeah, I appreciate you having me, man. All right, brother. Uh, Xavier, what up? You hear me? What's up, coach? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I hear you now. Hey, turn your phone sideways for me. There you go. There you go. Don't don't crash. Drop and calling, dog. What's going on? I already parked, coach. Where you at? Uh, Stanton, Texas. Okay, I got you. What's Never going on, brother? I got a question for you. Go ahead. Shoot. Should have uh, the Oklahoma quarterback, oh no, USC quarterback, won the Heisman Trophy? Uh, I don't believe so. I don't believe so. But I thought they should have gave it to the dude at TCU, for to be, to be honest. A guy that wasn't even going to be the starter who took his team and willed him to a BCS. Uh, that's just my opinion. Um, but talent-wise... It's probably the SC guy, but um, we're going to see. We're going to see. I don't think he equates to the NFL either. Yeah, I'm a big Florida State fan. I, I thought Jordan Travis should have won it. Who? Jordan Travis. From Florida State? Yes, sir. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I think they were they weren't good enough for long enough. No. So that's what it is. That's what it turns out to be, in my opinion. So you know. And do you think do you think officiating this year in all leagues have been horrible? You know, NBA. Yeah. NFL? Yeah, we got a shortage though. We got a shortage. We got a shortage of. We got a shortage of NFL and college referees. They're they're getting scattered about because there's a shortage of referees in America. And it starts at the youth, high school, uh, recreation. Refs are short right now, so now you're taking refs that aren't ready to cope, that aren't ready to be in the big time leagues, and you're taking them and moving them up a little immaturely. And now you're having a reflection of how bad referee it is. Referee used to be really good, I thought, in the professional leagues. Nowadays, there's a shortage at the lower levels. Uh, people are tired of the moms coming out of the softball stands, cussing them out, for making 50 bucks an hour. And they're like, well, fuck referee, and I'm going to do something else. And what's happened is over the last 10 years, there's a national shortage. A lot of people don't talk about it in referees. So now the referees that go up to college who have been trained through high school that have moved up and then college that have moved up to the pro, now you're not getting the quality you once had. You're getting a bunch of quantity. And it's just shitty, and now you're seeing it firsthand. Yeah. So, so was uh, that it is on the last play in the Super huh? Bowl? Was that a holding? Holding, maybe. By the rule, they grabbed his jersey. Pass interference, no. It didn't impede the receiver at all. And the a definition of a, of a flag or of a penalty is impeding or a clear advantage over the other person. I don't believe that was. Uh, I think they called holding to save the PI call because the ball was uncatchable. So it was a whole nother it was a whole nother discussion in, in, in its own right. But nah, I don't I, I wouldn't have called it to yeah. end a football game. That's my point. I wouldn't have called it to win a Super Bowl. They didn't call it all, all game long. Why would you call it right there? That's my beef. Uh, it was the right call, but I don't I wouldn't have called it then. Yeah, that that's for sure. Like especially a game that, that big. No doubt. Know? Hey, man, I appreciate you calling in, brother. Uh, stay safe out there. All right, you too, coach. One love. Um, my bad. All right. So, listen, let's get back. Let's get back to the uh, nature at hand. I, I gave the, the opportunity for any Chief fans that talk shit to call in. And not one of them did. Everybody was civil. Everybody called in. Not one chief fan had the nuts to call in that talk shit on Twitter last night. <laughs> Where are you all at, dog? Like I thought. A bunch of fanboys who couldn't call in and had no nuts and guts. But y'all talk with zero following made-up accounts. Unbelievable. Oh, my goodness. I think they all had to get on the bus and go to class. <laughs> dog, it blows my fucking mind, man. I I'm done, dog. This is, I've given the opportunity for you to come on. And you could have, if you're so big and bad and mighty, you could have clowned me and made me look like shit, right? Even my guy that runs a podcast, he got he got a little offensive that I told him he didn't know what he didn't know. It wasn't no knock on you. It was facts. 
this is what is going on in America. You don't know football, so don't talk to me about it. That is what. Do not talk to me about football if you don't understand it in totality. Because you cannot talk to me and get on my level if you don't know the difference between quarters and cover two. <laughs> that motherfucker was like, oh, the, the, the deep third triangle. <laughs> hey, I like the kid, man. He was a good dude. Uh, but, but please, let's be honest. You don't know. I, I don't come out talking shit about all you fans that don't know football. I just have my opinion. So you need to stay in your lane. You don't know. And I just don't understand it. Um, that motherfucker was backpedaling, turning, and running, boy. <laughs> I don't know, dog. What happened to all the, all the fucking, all the Chief fans, man? You know what happened? My personal opinion? They're smoking this weed right here. That's y'all. That's your weed, dog. Available all day. Get right by Naya. What in the fuck is that? You really smoking that shit right there? <laughs> dog, you're smoking that shit right there. That is what the Chiefs fans are smoking, and you guys think it's cool. That shit looks like moldy ass, homie. And you motherfuckers are going to smoke that shit thinking that shit is legit. You all think that vaping shit is legit. Does this look like it's from the earth? <laughs> that shit is natural weed, huh? It's from the earth, coach. That shit is in your Taco Bell too, motherfuckers. Holy shit. Oh my God, man. Unfucking believable. Um I gotta I gotta get I gotta get I gotta be honest here. All right. I don't know if you've known, but the transgender community is getting to be a bit out of control. All right. And let me get back to the show because Kansas City Chiefs fans are pussies. And the real ones call in because they're real. The pussies talk shit on Twitter with zero followers and don't call in. You've been exposed as a bunch of fanboy, fuckboy, pussy boys. And now you understand that because somebody made you mad that we talked about your god and hero, Patrick Mahomes, and called him overrated, you guys went after me personally. This ain't personal. I never went after Patrick Mahomes personally. I would have more respect for the chief fan base if I had went after Patrick Mahomes personally and you defended him in the way you did. I would love I would appreciate and respect that. But when you don't attack a person personally and you just talk about what he's doing on the field or on the court or whatever, we all have our opinions, dog. And I mine is a professional opinion. Yours is an amateur fucking bullshit take. <laughs> There's a huge difference. So listen to the professional speak and shut the fuck up. Because you don't know what you don't know. And I hate to put my man on blast that called in. I'm going to go on his show for him. But please understand, you don't know football. And I asked you a very basic question. You couldn't answer it. But yet you think you know enough about Patrick Mahomes and what he's doing on offense. You don't. You don't. 
I mean, it's not a knock on you, but dog, stay in your lane, do your podcast. I appreciate what you do. And if you want to learn football so you can enhance your podcast, call me. I'm not the cat to talk shit about you and say, fuck you. No, I actually talk to my fans. That's why Kansas City fans are pissed because I actually engage. You're not getting nobody else to engage with you, with the following. They're not going to engage. They're not even going to talk to you. All you're going to do is left on red, homie. I at least talk to you motherfucking soft pussies. You should fucking respect that fact. But is what it is. Um, seems to it seems that all the Kansas City Chief fans left. <laughs> it look it looks like they all left. Uh, um, we got a lot of dick riders. Uh, Brandon Tiedemann, are you a real Tiedemann? Are you a Tiedemann from California? Because I know a lot of Tiedemanns, and I know that one thing: they're not bitch made. So I don't know why you're bitch made. You must have got, did your daddy pull out and squirt in your mama's mouth? Because that's what made, it looked like half got in her vagina, half got in her mouth, and it made a bitch made cat. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Uh, I know, I know, I know. Aiden Payne, Mahomes is the best. Well, why didn't you call in, homie? <laughs> Why, why didn't you call in then, homie? God damn. It's unbelievable. Uh, I want to get back to this fucking transgender thing going on. The trans thing's happening around the world, all right? And it's becoming a real joke. And I want to break something down. They're trying to infiltrate women's gym locker rooms and bathrooms now. Take a listen. Was in the women's locker room. And he looked at me, and he looked at my breasts, and I have called the police. Recently, he's used the men's locker room. George Washington. So he agrees himself that he's a man. I have told the police, and the response is that this is a touchy, sensitive issue in society. Yep, there he goes, women's locker room. Get the back on it, fool. man going in the women's locker room. Why isn't anyone warning the women? His old ass went to the gym. <laughs> said, I'm going to make all kinds of games. <laughs> Did you hear the cop at the break? He said, ma'am. Well, he don't want to get fired. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, it does make sense if you're liberal. So I could be a transgender and I could just walk in the uh, women's restroom. You didn't even got to shave your beard. You just got to put on some lipstick. Yeah, go up to him. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Dog, this is my point to that. This is a teacher teaching young American kids in class, youth, elementary school. I want you to take a close look at this. This is who's teaching your kids. And you wonder why there's fights every day, kids getting beat up, teachers getting hit. Look at this fucking teacher. This is a teacher. Teaching the youth. He is he made up human, okay? It's a made up human that's put thousand pound titties on. Look at this motherfucker. Like, come on, man. This looks like the Kansas City Chief fans. <laughs> that's teaching. This is who's teaching your kids. This is who's teaching your kids. I can't make it up. This is a made-up human 
teaching your kids in class. Look at that poor little boy back there. Like, he's like, fuck. How do you go to class teaching like that every day? How do you go to his class? How does the principal and the administration allow this shit to be cool? I'm confused. But wait up. People, don't pray in class. Coaches, don't pray with your players. But titty teacher, you can teach our kids history. <laughs> Holy fuck, dog. It's unfucking believable to me. I, I really don't get it. I don't get it. Um, Tiger apologizes. Michael Johnson thinks it's a hoax. He sh- he apologized in a shitty way. Michael Johnson's a bitch made cat. I think I think Tiger's a bitch made cat. But what did he do that was so bad? I don't know. Here's the women. The women golfers came to defend Tiger. None of them are offended. Not one of them. Not a one. It's the fucking men that are offended. That is why Rihanna holds ASAP Rocky's hand on the beach. Not the other way around. We have men who are bitches. The Kansas City fan base. Bitches. The fucking rappers in the business. Bitches. We have a masculinity issue. Men are the ones crying about Tiger Woods giving another man a tampon. Men! Women aren't bitching! Right here! The women said, fucking, now you gotta do a lot more to offend me than give a guy a tampon. Women don't give a fuck! They thought it was funny! Michael Johnson has taken offense to it? You bitch-ass motherfucker! I'm so fucking tired of bitch-made cats. It is unbelievable, man. I am so fucking over you bitch-ass motherfuckers. You fucking Kansas City fans refuse to call in. All talk, no, all bark, no bite. Bitch-made motherfuckers. And you couldn't have the balls to call in. Hey, Chief, hey, Chief Today Podcast, homie, you're still here. Call in. Call in, dog. Why are you talking in the chat like a bitch? Call in. I've dropped the link. Call in. Show us your face. Or I'm going to block your bitch ass again. I don't have time for fake trolls, homie. You're a bitch. You're the epitome of one. Now be a man. Drop your nuts and call in. You won't. You won't. You're a bitch. Tyler, you're a Kansas City Chief fan. Call in. You say I'm starving for content. No, I'm not. I do this show every day. <laughs> I've just given you the opportunity to not be a bitch-made cat. But you're, again, another one. Another one. DJ Khaled, another one. I got so many bitches from Kansas City that I should run a fucking prostitution rink, homie. Can y'all fucking go get me some bread? Can I come out and pimp you bitch-made motherfuckers? Because that's what you are. You're a bunch of bitches. You have no nuts. You can't call in. And you've sent me 1,500 DMs. 
1,500 DMs and you won't, not one of you bitch-ass cats that I've called out, called in? No way, are you shitting me? Homie, hold up. Hold up, though. All my old school heads in the in the room here. If a motherfucker called me out, I'm calling in. I'm at least going to look at you in the face and have a conversation. Not one of you bitch-ass motherfuckers can call in? <laughs> Not one of you. I've done a video, homie. I did a video calling your whole fan base pussies. It has 100,000 views. I did a, a video calling your entire fan base pussies and to call in. And not one of you called in. Not a one. Oh, my God. Hey, dog, anybody in here that has anything to do with Kansas City Chiefs fans, please let them know. They're the biggest bitch-made fan base ever assembled. And you know what? The 5% of the fan base that is legitimately real and have been there through the thick and thin, they are real diehards. And that's why they're not calling in, because they believe in what I'm saying. They know what I said is true. The fake fucking fanboys who just want to talk to me and get me to reshare their tweet or who obviously DMs me. And they're not here today because they're a bunch of bitch maids. And unfortunately, the fan base has that looming over it compared to the good quality fan base in Kansas City who actually know football, watch it, have defended their team for the entire life. I respect those guys. I respect the million people that showed up to the parade. Like you're but 99.9% of you are all fanboys who wanted to be on TV and try to get the ball juice off of Patrick Mahomes. That is what it really is. Let's just be honest. Half of you motherfuckers follow the Patrick Mahomes brother. The other real fan base, they don't even fuck with Patrick Mahomes' brother. Everyone that I know from Kansas City who's a real fan can't stand Patrick Mahomes' brother or wife. You fanboys actually like him because you follow him on TikTok. And you're fucking bitch made. I mean, let's just be honest. I'm sorry to keep dropping these gems on you guys. But it's disappointing. I was, I was actually... I was actually hyped, Wido, that I was going to get some cats to call in. Like, I was going to get some cats to call in. Like, call in. But, like, you know, couldn't even get a call, dog. Couldn't get one call. <sighs> well, we've already been an hour and a half in the show. I don't want to hear cats now. I'm going to call in. Shut the fuck up. You had your fucking chance. Take your bitch asses up out of here now. Motherfucker, you ain't fucking gaining clout on me because you've wasted an hour and a half. I've given you motherfuckers ample opportunity. Ample opportunity. Where the fuck is Chief's podcast? He comes, he, he, I ain't seen him yet. He ain't came in. He sure talking a good one. I didn't even block him. So where's he at? <laughs> oh, man. It's unbelievable. Uh, the Eagles hired a D coordinator, uh, 29 year old. Uh, Matt McChesney could call in. Uh, we'll see. Uh, 
even stars get starstruck. And Josh Allen was starstruck by talking to Tiger Woods. What did it mean to you to meet Tiger and be out here today at the tournament? Um, I mean, little starstruck, obviously. He's one of the only athletes ever, him and uh, Kobe are the two guys that I actually felt my heart beat faster when, you know, he's standing over a putt for, for a tournament. Like, I Josh Allen, you got to win you a Super Bowl now, dog, so you can get in this conversation so people can talk to you about being one of the best. I'm going to do a my top 10 NFL returning quarterbacks later on in the show. So I'm going to do my returning top 10 NFL QBs. I'm going to have a discussion here in a minute. I'm going to post it here uh, in a minute. I'm still in the beginning of the show because I tried to let the Chief fans come in and call in, but they're too bitch-made, so they couldn't call in. Um, Michael Thomas, if you didn't see it, he he tweeted out uh, he tweeted out some shit um, and deleted it. He said in a pair of since deleted tweets, Michael Thomas responded to a tweet stating that former Philadelphia Eagles safety Chris Margos was awarded forty three point five million in a lawsuit against his doctors over a career ending knee injury, saying right decision. The NFL medical sucks, cheap and uneducated at their job. Require, the job requires barely any education or curriculum. Thomas added, well, at least in some places I know. So he can't spell very well, but he wrote this and then deleted it. PR probably got all over him. He's saying the NFL medical is absolute dog shit. And in uh, friendlier news, if you haven't seen DK Metcalf, everyone wants to know if it's real or is it fake. What do you guys think? I don't I don't know how you edit that, but since though, since first of all, I've watched this film. It doesn't, it's not like some freakish of nature. Like the motherfucker does not just so you know, you know how tall he is, right? You do understand his arm length is, right? You do understand if you look at the gate and look at him jump, it's not like he jumped 70 inches, dog. Calm down. But this is how weird we are. The NFL sends DK a message. Good morning, DK. This is Brian Keller on behalf of the NFL. You've been selected for a PES policy collection tomorrow, the 20th, which is today. Please contact me as soon as possible so that we may arrange a time and place to meet tomorrow. Dog, they're going to drug test him all of a sudden after he did that. After he jumps and catches this ball... They're drug testing him. <laughs> like, come on, man. You're really drug testing him off a video like that? Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, lot to discuss, man. I don't know if you've if you got to see this video, but I'm telling you right now, this dude needs to thank the lords and gods above and then go immediately and play the lotto. If you haven't seen the liquor store robbery and shooting. Um, I wouldn't show it if it was deathly. So obviously you don't have to watch your eyes, but take a listen and watch this shit. Hello. 
this? What's up? Dog, this cat point blank missed him, shot him, skinned his face. All he got was a scrape on his eyebrow from a bullet. And this guy shot with a fucking 45 and an AK. Like, you gotta be shitting me. Holy shit. Dog, Chiefs Podcast, you're back again? Call in, homie. I'm, I'm here. Call in. I already dropped the chat. Like, why aren't you calling in? Why is it taking you so long to call in, bruh? The, the chat's right here. Call in. Call in. Let's see your face. Let's see your face. Show yourself. Let's hear what you got to say. I, I, we've been waiting, dog. We've been waiting for this. So where are you at? You're supposedly a chief podcaster. <laughs> I mean, the link is up, dog. I mean, pop it up. What, what are you doing? Come on in. Join me in your podcast. Let's see. Let's see you show your face. Dog, stop talking about it, homie. Be about it. Call in. I mean, I've given you the opportunity. You're not in shit. What do you mean you're in? Ah, oh, here we go. Another motherfucker with the excuses of I'm in. Motherfucker says I'm in. Dog, I... I'm curious. I'm curious. How do we... How do we... How do we... Troll and tell lies, bold-faced lies to the public people? I'm so... I'm confused. I'm just confused. Now I'm going to block them. Dog, the link is right there. We're waiting for you to call in, homie. I'm not, look at my hands. I'm not blocking shit. I'm waiting for you to call in. Dog, are you a bitch or what? Call in. Ain't nobody blocking you. Just say you're scared, homie. Just say you're a fake troll who wants to just talk to me in the chat so people can see your fake name. And think that you did something. <laughs> oh, look at him now. He's talking about Sarah, homie. Get the fuck out of here. You bitch ass. These fucking tree fans, homie. You motherfuckers are the biggest pussies in the fucking world. You motherfuckers are the biggest fake pussies there is, dog. You gotta be shitting me. Oh, my God, homie. You fucking fake cheat oh my god you chief fans are unbelievable sarah blake's making fake fucking <laughs> oh man i haven't even mentioned i haven't even seen anything about her i've seen something they posted but i don't give a fuck dude oh my god man unbelievable um it's unbelievable. People really have no life. Like, I wish I would take out time of my day to make an account to come on someone's show. Like, you've got to be bottom feeder. I am fully 
vindicated today. I feel so good in my soul. I've given the opportunity. I've had some honest folks call in, had balls enough to call in. I've had some fucking fake trolls over two days of trolling and DMing another grown man. And not one of them showed up today. Oh, how ironic. Not one of them called in. Oh, I got, and dog, I have the most just gang banged out DMs. I ain't no pussy. I'm calling in. Best believe I'm calling in. Okay. I I even shot them the link. (laughs) Like, oh, man. Seattle cast. Shut up. You can't even fucking spell. Are you still here and not a member? You're not a member yet, dude. By the way, I'm blocking you too. Bye. I'm on a block mode. If you're not a member, I'm starting to get rid of you motherfuckers, man. A lot of you, unless you're a me- not a member that I know that you're here quite often, I, I, you don't have to be a member. But you know what? It just shows a little bit of, uh, you know, hey, man, I'm here on your show every day. You know, you get up at four in the morning every day and represent, appreciate you. I think I give you some good banter. I think I give you some good fucking stuff to talk about on your in your coffee parties. Um, but you know, is what it is. Uh, Daniel Jones complicating the situation, uh, negotiations with Daniel Jones got off to a much bumpier start than expected. The franchise tag is very much in play for Jones. Daniel Jones hired a new agency. Uh, if you haven't noticed, he hired a new agency. Um, What's going on with Daniel Jones? I can't wait to break down my top 10 quarterbacks uh, a little bit later on. Um, the 49ers, they have not signed Javon Kinlaw. They're not exercise. They're going to exercise, uh, not exercise his uh, fifth year option. Um, he's basically the number 14 overall pick has played in just 10 regular season games over the past two years. He is a freak. We all agree. He's a good player, but this is when teams, This is when teams start to lose their rebuild or their retake or what are they going to do? Are they going to repeat as NFC hopeful? This is where you have to be smart. And John Lynch does a hell of a job in Frisco. Can't wait to talk to Chase Sr. later on in the week. Um, Chicago Bears draft. uh, Very likely. ML football underscore ML football. If you haven't subscribed, make sure you go follow him on Twitter. He gives you the real. He is actually a recognized source. And he is uh, sourced by the NFL Players Association. He is, he posts a lot of this. Go follow him. He has great insight. If you haven't followed him already, underscore ML football on Twitter. Um, The Chicago Bears first overall pick estimated these market values, a number two Texans, number two, 33 and 104. The Colts, who I think they're going to trade with, number four, 35, 79, and a 24, 2024 first and third rounder. That is what is expected for the Bears to give up number one. The Raiders, number seven, 38 and 70, and a first and second rounder. The Panthers, this is all via Chicago underscore NFL. Would you give up that much? to get their number one pick. Is there really a number one out there that's worth that much? I don't believe so. I wouldn't give up that much. I wouldn't give up that much. 
uh, if I'm a Bears, if I, I'm not going to give up that much, I'm just going to be honest. Um, I, I wouldn't give up that much at all, just to be real. There's no way. There's no way. Uh, there's no way I could do it. Um, I got to show you this, dog, because in light of all the bitch made Kansas City fans and all the death threats I've received over the weekend. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, please share this when I send it out. Get it out on all the podcasts. Get it out on all the audios. Get this shit out there. People need to know how fucking shitty and fucking bitch-made your fan base is, Kansas City. Uh, I'll be on Jason Whitlock later on because he wants to talk about it as well. You know, Jason Whitlock was a Kansas City star beat reporter for 20 years. So we're going to have some... Woo. Um, In light of all that, I want to bring this to your attention. This old man is living his best life, dog. Take a listen to this. Hey, you got to love him, dog. He getting it in. He watching a little bit of Pornhub on the phone. Cheeks getting beat. He turned it up. He wanted to see it. He wanted to hear it closer. Um, oh, dog, that's a scandalous motherfucker. Whoever filmed that from the back, you're a scandalous motherfucker. Like, you're exposing this old dude from getting it in. Now, let me say, Pops, you're, I love the fact that you were doing that on your phone, but let's let's do it at the house, not at the mall uh, where people are eating food, homie. Come on now. Weirdo fuck, you must be a Kansas City Chief fan. Um, oh, he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> he wanted to hear the noise. He didn't give a fuck about the video. He wanted to hear the noise. Uh, that shit was comical as fuck. Uh, I thought that was pretty goddamn comical. Pretty damn f- funny. Um... But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Josh Allen being starstruck. Do you look at that a little deeper than I do? I, I don't know. Yeah, he needs a blue chew. He needs a blue chew, dog. Uh, needs a blue chew. I want to talk about my top 10 NFL quarterbacks returning next year. Um, you may be surprised, Adam. You may be surprised at my top 10. Um, and you know me. I don't, I don't back down from shit. I don't give a fuck. Uh, but you might be surprised and you might realize how I'm just a real honest motherfucker and I'm going to break that down right now. So top 10 returning NFL quarterbacks. Let's make sure we're clear. Top 10 returning. All right. I'm going to start at number 10 and you guys are going to be like, nah, no way. But here we go. I got to break down number 10. All right, I'm going to put him in number 10. I'm going to put him at number 10 after a horrendous season because of what's transpired here in the last few weeks. Number 10 for me, returning quarterbacks in the NFL because we know, as I know, the NFL quarterback play is atrocious. It is the worst quarterback play that I've seen in a long, long time. And hopefully Matt can join me. We're going to break down the XFL yesterday, which I think is some good, was actually decent. Number 10, I'm going to put Russell Wilson. 
Yay! Russell Wilson, number 10. I think he's going to have a bounce back year like I thought he was going to have last year. I eat crow. He was horrible. So was Matt Ryan. So were the teams. So were the offenses. Both coaches fired. So we have to look at a little bit more in depth. Now he's going to have a quarterback guy who's a great offensive guy. And they get Patrick back. They're going to have receivers. They have a defense that's going to be already pretty legit, especially if they get Rex Ryan. They're going to have a legitimate defense if they do hire Rex, depending on who they hire. I think the Russell Wilson of old will be at least a one- or two-year hitter-quitter before he goes out like Willie Lump Lump. Russell Wilson has to have a bounce-back year. He has to, right? I can't be wrong about Russell Wilson two years in a row, can I? Russell Wilson, number 10, um, that is where I'm going to put him. That is where I'm going to put him. Um, Number nine, listen, you know how high I am on this guy? I think he's going to have a great – I think he's going to end up being pretty good. Skill set-wise, though, he's a freak of nature. He's an athlete. He's as athletic as Justin Fields, in my opinion. At least he's as fast. May not be as athletic, but he is a very, very underrated athletic guy. Daniel Jones comes in at number nine for me. Daniel Jones comes in at number nine. Based on what he does negotiation-wise with his contract in this this season coming up, I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know what he's going to do. But what he's going to – breaking news. Do-do-do-do. First down. I don't even – breaking news. Russell Westbrook signs with the Clippers. Good. How does he fit with the Clippers and Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, who both are ball dominant, need the ball at the wing, need the ball on pick and roll situations. Dog, Russell Westbrook needs the ball full go, full steam ahead. He has to drive the lane. He ain't a shooter. What? The Clippers, that is a bad look for me. I think I thought Russell Westbrook would have went somewhere and had a balled out somewhere else, been the guy again. Go to fucking like Orlando or something. I would have liked to see him in Philly. I would have liked to see Russell Westbrook go back with Harden and Embiid in Philly or Miami. Kevin Love went to Miami. Westbrook goes there. I think Miami becomes a little better as more explosive. Clippers? I don't see it. I don't see it, dog. I don't see the Clippers doing anything. I don't see it. Um, Daniel Jones comes in at number nine. Daniel Jones is going to come in at number nine because I don't know his contract, and I don't know if he's going to have any wideouts around him, and I don't know how good you can get in one year offensive line-wise. Now you've seen a more improved Daniel Jones. You've seen a better offensive scheme. You see Brian Dable, how important he is. Josh Allen fell down this year, in my opinion. He dropped a few notches this year because Brian Dable left. And Daniel Jones rose in his evaluation. So having said that, um, I got Daniel Jones at nine. Remember what I'm saying. This is projection for next year. This is JB's projection. It could be wrong. It could be right. This is my projection, okay? It doesn't mean anything. Number eight, this is a projection for what this season looked like. Going into next season, coaches changes, additions, and my gut feeling. That is what I weigh into all this. All right. So I put Daniel Jones at nine. 
Matthew Stafford, I got him at number eight. Matthew Stafford has to bounce back. In my opinion, he will. I believe he is a top five ball spinner uh, in the league. And I believe that, I believe he's a top 10 ball spinner of all time, by the way, Matthew Stafford. And I believe that the Rams will be better. I still think they're too far away on the roster. I think that the Rams will be better. But having said that, I think Matthew Stafford will be number eight this year in my top 10. He's coming in at number eight. I think he's going to be healthy. He just bought a new $10 million home out here in Calabasas, and he's in here for the long haul. He's going to play a few more years in L.A., and I think they'll be decent years. Number seven, this one I got as a – this is where I got you. From how the season ended to where you're going to go based on who your offensive coordinator is, and I don't know if Diggs stays in Buffalo, but Josh Allen comes in at number seven. We know he's a big freak. We know he's in talent. We know he's athletic. We know he's a freak of nature. We get all that. But what he doesn't do is win big games. He literally fell off the fucking top four, top three map this year. He dropped quite a bit, in my opinion. I put him at seven because the Bills have some holes to fill. They have to figure out who their run game is going to be. Who? What other receivers are they going to have? Do they? Is Gabe Davis really a big time number two when everybody else in the league has at least two big time receivers? The Buffalo Bills need to figure it out. I think Diggs is a shitbird. I think Diggs is a shitbird, and I think Diggs can be out of there in a New York minute. And I think this roster needs some help. I don't know why people continue to pick the Bills as the fucking Super Bowl favorite. The roster, really, if you look at it, is Von Miller really that much better than Josh Allen? Is that what you're telling me? See, you, you know so much football. Well, sit here and tell me, is Josh Allen not as good as Von Miller? Because if you didn't notice, when Von Miller got hurt, the Bills became shitty. So you're telling me that a top, so you guys think that Josh Allen, some of you think he's the best in the league. If the best in the league can't elevate their team without a 35-year-old defensive end and Von Miller, then you guys have problems. And he ain't a top three player. Von Miller, you're telling me, is a top three NFL player? Fuck no. And he got hurt and the Bills fucking shattered. They went to dog shit. Because Josh Allen was average at best, couldn't make throws when it mattered, couldn't make big plays when it mattered, and... That's the bottom line. Number six, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert comes in at number six. Um, Kenneth Anderson, you had your chance, dog. You didn't call in. You're a bitch. Shut up. Um, ball, block. <laughs> block. Um, Dog, you guys, I didn't even know somebody was here. Somebody's in the chat. No, I'm not talking to you, homie. Where you been at? We're fucking two hours deep. Motherfucker, are we going to talk now? Motherfucker, I don't even know who you are. Get the fuck out of here. So, I'm just confused as to the Josh Allen hype. But anyway, number six, Justin Herbert. I believe the, the Chargers are going to be better. I believe the, the new staff is going to do some things on offense to help him out and put him in some more NFL situations. I think Justin Herbert will have a better season. And I think Justin Herbert is right where he is, middle of the pack. I got him at number six. 
because in my opinion, Justin Herbert has to win a playoff game before we even consider him as a top five guy. Top five talent, yes. Top five winning quarterback in the NFL who what we base quarterbacks off of? No, he's not. Number five, I'm going to put Aaron Rodgers. If he plays, I got Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers don't play, then I will bump this thing down and I will put Kirk Cousins at 10, Russell Wilson at 9, Daniel Jones at 8, Matthew Stafford at 7, Josh Allen at 6, Justin Herbert at 5, and that's how I would do it. If Aaron Rodgers plays, I'm putting him at number five. I think it's a rejuvenation career changer. I think he goes to the Raiders or somewhere where nobody knows. He may go to the 49ers. Nobody's talking about that. He goes play at home. I don't know. But what I do know is I think he'll come back, he'll play, and I think he can either be the number one player in the league again and an MVP at 39 years old or whatever, or he can be a middle-of-the-pack guy who just gets it done enough to make their team a little bit better, but goes off into the sunset as a guy who just won one Super Bowl and underperformed in his career. Like, you have the same amount of court Super Bowls as Matthew Stafford, bro. Patrick Mahomes just surpassed you in Super Bowls. So, just being clear. Number four, I think he's transcendent. I think he's on the rise. I think the team's getting better. I got Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence at number four. Um, I got Trevor Lawrence at number four. Um, I believe he's coming up the ranks really fast. I'm going to put him at number four. Um, I think he had a great finish to the year. I think he showed some great plays in his playoffs against the Chiefs. He throws two picks, but I think he showed that he's there to stay. I think Trevor Lawrence will be back for the long run. Uh Number three, I'm going to put Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts tasted a Super Bowl. He got mechanically, a bit more mechanically sound. He got fundamentally more sound. Uh, I think he can get better because I think knowing who his dad is, knowing his situation, I think he's going to be better. Um, I think Jalen Hurts, can. he does have an upside to him. I just don't know if he's a guy that's going to beat you with his arm consistently. So until that happens... Based on what he did this year, based on what he did as far as a winner, he's like 22 and two as a starter, bro. 22 and three. Um, I got to give him that, that credit that he is a winner and he elevates that team regardless of what you think. When he didn't play, they weren't very good. When he played, um, they went to a Super Bowl. Um, I'm going to put Jalen Hurts at number three. Number two. I'm going to put Joe Burrow making Patrick Mahomes number one returning quarterback based on what happened this year, based on what's going on next year. You're going to see Eric Bieniemy had no take, no insight, no intel. He isn't going to have a big impact on Patrick Mahomes. We, we know this is Andy Reid's offense, but I'm just going to tell you if Andy Reid leaves, Patrick Mahomes would not even be in my top five. Just so we're clear. Patrick Mahomes is a winner. He's winning games. He played with a little ankle injury that wasn't too major, but at least he didn't bow out. I would have had no respect for him. So that keeps me with respect. He's got a big-time talent, top two or three arms in the NFL. I He has a lot of upside. But again, I believe the system is allowing him to survive and become as elite as he is. 
but he won a Super Bowl. He won a Super Bowl, dog. You can't say nothing else. He beat Joe Burrow this year. Joe Burrow's 3-1 and one versus him. Do I think Joe Burrow is a better quarterback? Yes. Do I believe Joe Burrow can play longer in the NFL? Yes. Do I believe Joe Burrow will eventually win Super Bowls? Yes. But having said that, if if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. If my auntie had balls, she'd be my uncle. To this date, Joe Burrow hasn't won a Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts hasn't won. Trevor Lawrence hasn't won. Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Daniel Jones hasn't won. Aaron Rodgers is the only guy in the top five who's won a Super Bowl. And he's only won one. Patrick Mahomes surpassed him, in my opinion, with the second Super Bowl, having gone to three Super Bowls. So Burrow's been to one Super Bowl. Mahomes is the returning number one, in my opinion, and uh, we're going to see how it works out. But right now, that would be my top 10 returning quarterbacks for the in the NFL. Um, returning, okay? That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean, you know, that doesn't mean that he's going to be my top five next year once the season's starting. Because if he starts off slow or what have you, because of something we see in offense, whether it's a receiver, an O-line, a running back, whatever it may be, um, we're going to find out. But right now, Patrick Mahomes, he's the number one in my top 10 returning quarterbacks. That's my list. My list. I don't give a fuck about your list. That's my list of returning quarterbacks next year. So, um. LJ Mott, I don't even know who you are, homie. You can't just pop in two hours into the show when I gave you guys your window and now expect to talk shit again. <laughs> God damn, dog. Like, why would you think I have time for you now? I gave you your window. You had an hour and a half to call in. Now you want to call in. I've got a show now, dog. Like, you guys have already, you guys have already proved who you are, bro. I have nothing else to say to you. You lost. <laughs> Take your L and go on somewhere else. Go back to fucking trolling me on Twitter. <laughs> now I ducked you. Come on, man. Miss me with your f- bullshit, homie. You called in two hours later. Uh, okay, we're not. We're, I don't care. I, I already. I can look at you, homie, and tell you you don't know football. Okay. Okay, LJ Mont, call back in. I know you're a troll. Call back in, dog. Let's see what you got to say. Call back in, homie. I'll, I'll, I'll answer your call. I'm going to answer your call. God damn, dog. You motherfuckers are killing me with this shit. Hurry up. Call back in. I'm waiting. God damn. Oh, my God. I know. He's going to be. Did you play football? No. Did you coach football? I coached. Uh... How are you blocked? Ain't nobody block you. <laughs> These motherfuckers, man, are unbelievable. I mean, god damn. Now I'm saying I'm going to take your call. First of all, I didn't even know he was in. This motherfucker's been sitting in the backstage. I didn't even know for 30 minutes because we said call in earlier. <laughs> so I don't know you're in the back. <laughs> How are you blocked? Come on, man. Get the hell out of here. LJ Mont, I don't know how you're blocked. Come on, man. Call in. You ain't blocked. I haven't blocked you. I'm talking to you right now. How are you blocked, homie? God damn. These motherfuckers, man, are unbelievable. It's unbelievable, man. Some of these dudes, man. 
I, I don't get it, dog. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, I wish I I wish I did. He's not blocked, you dumb fucks, because he, he's in the chat. How do I block somebody that's in the chat? You guys are fucking, you guys got so many fucking excuses. Holy shit, man. You, you, you chief fans, homie, are something else. I think I've been more than fair. I've given you guys more opportunity than I've given anybody. And you guys have failed miserably. Hey, man, I got to piss. We're in the second hour. We got an hour to go. I'm going to talk about Eric Bieniemy going to Washington. Can't wait to do that. I'll take some calls from some real fans, and uh, maybe we'll do a trivia and give you guys away some, some gear since you guys came in here and waited for the fucking pussy-ass fan base of Kansas City to show up that never showed up. What a fucking joke. I can't wait to drop some bombs on Twitter later on today. Uh, listen to me and Matt as we break down some Patrick Mahomes. I'll be back in four minutes. I don't believe Patrick Mahomes carried them down the field to win the game. A fucking punt return. A punt return went 65 yards, homie. They were down by 10 at halftime, bro. I'm tired of you disrespecting this guy. He's got, no, a, he's got another MVP. He's not going to be talked about. Hold he's on. Punt return didn't put him in field position. Hold on, though. Did the punt return put them down there or not? Oh, God. So a good special teams play. So they returned a touchdown I mean, on defense, too. Why aren't you talking about that? I did already. That's what I'm talking. That's even helping my case. Yeah, that what do you mean? It's away from Mahomes' greatness because he well, had I, guys step up. Wait up, dog. You played football like I did. So a fucking defensive touchdown doesn't help the quarterback? Of course it helps him, but that takes I away know, from it helps him in a lot of different ways. Like, I don't got to go the up. whole fucking team. That, does, that helps Mahomes. Exactly. Only, huh? exactly. But how are you saying that's all Mahomes that scored those points? I didn't say it was. I said he led the comeback. I, he, he did the comeback though. The fucking he's defensive the touchdown did. What do you mean? He's the quarterback of the team that led the comeback. Yes. Look, is. this is this is what I'm gonna say about it. Quarterbacks fucking lead comebacks. You just don't like the guy, so you're just always fucking. I, I, yo, I, but that's not the. That's a fault. That is a. That is not correct either. I never said I never liked him. I all. I. I've only said I've liked Mahomes on this show. I just said. I don't believe he's what everyone says he is. And last yes, night, yes. proved it again. I don't want to hear about the you hobble. Ankle you play in this league. You know this hobble ankle bullshit is a narrative. You play in the game, you stay in the game. I don't want to hear about your ankle. Jack Young up here, the broken he fucking He didn't stay in the fucking game. He didn't leave. Exactly my point. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to hear the common denominator factor on Twitter that, hey, JB, he played and didn't miss a game. Oh no shit! That's his job. That's what he's supposed to do. What do you mean? He, a lot of people would not play hurt. He played hurt. I I understand that. That's but I'm saying if you get into the game and decide to play, then you should stay. That's what he did. So to me, that's what quarterbacks are supposed to do. Like he's not doing something that he led the comeback. That's what quarterbacks do. They lead comebacks. All right. So. so so, so Tony led the comeback. Who? The guy who returned the fucking punt. He led the comeback, or Kelsey led the comeback. Or how about Andrew Wiley? Could he have led the comeback? The punt return put him in his position to win the game. What do you mean? I'm just saying Mahomes led the fucking comeback as the quarterback. Did well, he? He's the quarterback. What do you mean? It, it, well, that's what the fuck I'm saying. That's what I said eight motherfucking times. That he led the comeback, and you so told me he did it. Well, did he or fucking did he? And no, no, he didn't. 
What do you mean he's the quarterback? What do you mean? He it doesn't did, matter who the quarterback was. He didn't lead a comeback yesterday. That's what you're telling me. Yes, he's the quarterback. Of course he's led okay, the comeback. Cool. That's all but I said. So, so if, if if you were the quarterback, you would have been the leader of the comeback too. Yes. Quarterbacks lead comebacks, quarterback. As you know. It doesn't so matter who you're talking about. I'm saying. That's so what I'm saying. It doesn't matter who was there. The fact that that's what he did. Because of the punt return, though. <laughs> Oh, I love Matt. Uh, Matt's back and forth banter. Always love it. Always love it. Um, glad to have him call in. Um, okay, Mont, Mont, what up, Mont? You here? My guy, what's what's going on, my guy? Why? Hey, hey, turn your phone. Turn your phone. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, turn it off. Fix it. We good? Go. Yeah, my head is big. Bro, why, why so much slander to the Chiefs? Like, why are we pussies and bitches? I, I don't understand. I don't understand. Because you guys are pussies and bitches. What do you mean? But, like, now, but like why? How? What's no, the what? you don't know my DMs, homie. You aren't in my DMs, are you? No, I'm not. I don't I don't have any slander or hate towards you. I just don't. You you grouping us all in this? I don't, I don't know you. So, if the fan base in whole and your, your total fan base is going to DM me, like, Death threat. Motherfucker, motherfuckers are sending me pictures of my daughter, homie. Like, you guys are so butthurt that I talk, I give an opinion about Mahomes that you guys are so butthurt you make it personal. I, I've never attacked Mahomes, have I? Have you ever heard me say anything bad about Mahomes? No, but I'm saying, like, you group you group us all into that category. Personally, I, I, I don't follow you. You came across my timeline and it was talking crazy. I'm like, bro, why is he? What is this? I don't know your DMs. I don't. You got to understand, there are reasons for shit, right? I, I understand, but you can't group us all because there's some bad apples. You know, after the Bengals game, after we won, the takes I, I made in spaces and stuff, how many people DM me? But I don't think all Bengals fans are terrible. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think all Chiefs fans are bad. I, I personally, no, did you? Okay, listen, did you hear what I started the show off with? I started. I wasn't. The show off with, I wasn't in here. I wasn't right, in here. I'm gonna recap for you. I started the show off, and I basically showed a picture. I showed a picture from. What I've shown in the past few weeks, okay, I've shown Chiefs fans. All right, let me let me show you real fast. Um, I've literally shown Chief fans, okay, that I said in my right here. See that? I've said yeah. in my show. I said I think Chief fans are the most loyal fan base in fucking football. I've I've on record saying it. So. When I said that last week on this show, I said, listen, 99% of those fans, though, are fair weather fans. I live there, bro. I fucking was on the practice squad. I got a cup of tea. I have a lot of friends there. I've had players play there. Every real fan I know agrees with me. So they know I'm not calling them out. They know I'm calling out the motherfuckers in my DMs like some hoes. Like, you DM hoes, homie. You don't DM grown men. You know that. I don't. I ain't, I ain't go confirm. So why why would you not talk about DMs. Exactly. So why would you not talk about I've given, hey, dog, I've invited everybody on this show today, and not one of those cats talking shit have called in. Not one. That's Okay, why so you talking about the people that be talking crazy to you. That makes more sense to me, because I just seen it said Chiefs fans, and I'm a Chiefs fan. I've been a Chiefs fan since... What like two thousand nine? You seem like a pretty smart cat. You can't categorize yourself into a word that I say. And if you know you're not a pussy, why are you worried about it? 
hey, I just seen slander towards my my team, and I didn't know what it was all consistent of because it didn't elaborate. There was no context behind it, so I, I immediately hey, like it'd be, it'd be fair. It ain't your team, homie. You're not on the team. It's your I, fan. I, You're I, a fan of a team in Kansas City. Come on, man. Like. Do you realize out of the 2 million people that showed up to the parade, 99.9% of them didn't even know who Patrick Mahomes was at Texas Tech? Like, you motherfuckers didn't like him. I knew who Pat was. I was one of the people when when they drafted – when they drafted drafted Patrick Mahomes, I didn't really know who he was. Because I wanted – me personally – listen, hear me out. Hear me out. Me personally, I wanted Deshaun Watson. That's That was me personally. Before all the nonsense came out, I was like, I really have Deshaun Watson. Then, Because he was balling. But then I did my research and I looked and I was like, all right, Patrick is nice. And then with a little help and a little tweaking from Alex Smith and Coach Reed, he's legit. Like, that first year behind Alex Smith probably made a difference of his career. Like, that is the reason we got who we got. Because of Alex Smith. I believe that more than anything. And everybody say, like, Alex Smith, Alex Smith is cold, but he just couldn't get over the hill. And if you watch football, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Well, all I'm saying, all I've been saying is, dog, that nobody talks shit. I, I don't hear, I don't hear uh, the Chief fans that talk shit about Cincinnati. Like, where, where are they at? Like, I don't get it. So they, you guys are allowed to talk and make your opinion, but I make an opinion. By the way, there's a difference between a fanboy opinion who has no followers who makes up accounts and a professional opinion. My opinion is actually professional, homie. I just want to be clear here. I actually played the sport at the position and have coached 11 quarterbacks that played in the league, 18 Division I quarterbacks, and I have eight Super Bowl winners. I think I'm a professional when it comes to this shit. So that is my point to this. Like, dog, I'm not out here slandering nobody. I'm out here telling you the facts. I just had a Kansas City Chief podcaster who don't know the difference between quarters and cover two, but you know more football than me? Come on, homie. All I'm trying to point out is this guy has some ways to go before we anoint him as the GOAT. That's been my point from the jump. That's my point now. If Andy Reid were to leave tomorrow, you guys would fucking suffer miserably. I don't think so. Okay, okay. That's your fair opinion. That's your like, opinion, dog. The reason I, the reason I say that. that. Hey, I'm not going to get on here, though, Mont, and I'm not going to say, fuck Mont. Mont's a bitch for saying he has an opinion. No, I'm not going to say that. That's your opinion, dog. I, I respect it. Just like you should respect my opinion. I never came after Mont or Mahomes' character or I call his brother a weirdo fuck, but that's not – I don't know anything else. But I'm just saying, though, like, come on, dog. It's not. It's nothing personal. So all I'm saying is I heard that – Chiefs fans be ducking smoke. I have never ducked smoke a day in my life. I'll chop it up with anybody. Well, hey, I appreciate I you let, call, call in more often. I, I told him, I told Chad, I said, if, if we chop it up, I, I'll be a member and I'll be around more often. I told I told them that and I got to stand on that. You got to stick to your word. But Hey, no doubt. I appreciate All I heard you. was Chiefs fans duck smoke. I've never ran from smoke a day in my life. I will never run from days. You oh, can hey. talk, talk hey, the I circles talk, around me. Let me see. Hold on. I got, I got it right here, dog. I'm going to tell you right now. So every, so everybody knows I'm a, I'm a real one. I don't bullshit. Let me tell you real quick. Um, oh, I did it yesterday. Let's see. Shit, I don't know where it is. But anyway, I screenshotted. How many, I blocked 1,700 fans that DM me. 1,700 fanboys uh dm me that i had to block and uh after i 
responded. I, I had all day and weekend. I was responding to cats because unlike any fake motherfucker, I actually respond to the fans and the people that hit me up. And I don't duck nobody. And I give them the opportunity. I've given all those 1,700 cats an opportunity to come on today. And not one of them showed up. Not one of them. So I'm just saying. Hey, hey listen. Man, I appreciate they- you calling in, dog. You got my respect. I appreciate it. I love real talk banter. I love disagreeing, homie. Disagreement makes great conversation. I have no ill will versus you or anyone. I got 50 of my close friends are chief diehards. They live in Independence, Missouri. They live in KC. They live in the surrounding areas. I got no issues. We all talk every day, and we all have the same conclusion. Let Patrick Mahomes play five more years before we call him the GOAT. That's all I'm saying. I can agree with that. Like, there's, hey, the, hey. People, the people that be in your DMs that have come up here, they're they not real Chiefs fans because the Chiefs fans I know, you call us out, we show up. Exactly. Show up numbers, my point. So. That's my whole point to this. The, the, the fan base that showed up at that parade, is not you or any of these real cats. These guys right here at night, you know where the real fans are? That top right corner over there. You see it? Yeah, over. It would be top left corner. That's the real to the stage. Yeah, that's the real fans. These cats are all fake. So if you went out there at 2.30, then it ain't for you. Exactly. So, hey, man, I appreciate you calling in. And, uh, hey, man, I hope we can talk more. No worries, man. You have a great day. Tell your fans I said have a great day, man. Uh, just be safe and, and spread joy and keep doing your thing. I, I like how you move. Hey, man, I appreciate you, brother. Good looking. Man, that's a good young kid. Good young kid right there. I like hearing from cats like that. Um, hey, look. Uh, you know... Well, if you want to quote me, Matt, coaches don't win games, players do. That's not actually what I said. I said coaching is overrated. Players win games, coaches lose them. If you want to quote me correctly, make sure you quote me correctly. Don't misquote me and then run with it like a bitch-made cat does, okay? Quote me correctly. I say this quote all the time. Coaching is overrated. Players win games, coaches lose them. I never said coaches don't win games, players do. (laughs) Unless I said that in midterm of a sentence. The quote is, coaches, coaching is overrated. Players win games, coaches lose them. That means, what this means is, I can call a bad play as a play caller. And the player takes the ball to the house. He helped me. He defended me. He ran through a wall for me, and he was better than everyone else on the football field. So that's what it means. Uh, ain't no backtracking, motherfucker. When do I backtrack? Uh, Gio, what up? What's up, coach? What you doing, boy? Shit, shit. It's on the way to the gym. You out in KC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Hey, tell everybody who you are. You hear me? And I played under Coach AB. Wait up. You, you cut out. You cut out, dog. I said I'm Gio. I played under Coach JB um, for a year or two. And did my own little thing. But he's one of the cool cats of the, of the world. Hey, Gio was with me for a hot minute in Indy. 
Uh, he's a KC native. He's from KC. So you see him You see him uh, calling in. Gio, I ain't talked to you in a minute. What's been up? Uh, nothing, man. Uh, been making music and shit like that, man. Just been out in L.A. back and forth, being out here in Kansas City and just grinding and stuff. So that's about it. What about you? Oh man, chilling. Same old shit, man. Different toilet bowl, man. I've been talking. To, I've I've had a lot of the former cats on this on the show, man. A lot of former players on the show. Jermaine's gonna jump on here this this off season. Uh, I've had Calvin. A bunch of different cats have been on, man. I even had Malik and them on here. Oh shit, that's fire. That's fire. Hey, um, you know, like you were saying, disagreement makes for great conversation. I got a question for you. Um, you know, you already know I'm repping. You already know I'm repping the city, but um. If, if coaching is overrated, what makes you think Patrick Mahomes is going to be toast when Andy Reid leaves? Just a question. What what makes me think what? Patrick Mahomes is going to be toast when Andy leaves. Well, there's no better there's no better play caller in football than Andy Reid. So there is that guy doesn't exist. So yeah. even if there was a guy that was close, you're going to fall you're going to falter somewhat. You're going to you're going to have a some type of drop off. And that is all Patrick Mahomes knows to this date is Andy Reid. You may find some great call, play callers out there. Sean Payton. I think Sean Payton could come to Kansas City and he can help Mahomes out too. No question. Mahomes has a t- hell of a talent. We get it. He's talented as hell. But what I'm saying is all he knows is Andy Reid. Andy Reid knows Patrick Mahomes. Andy Reid has developed an offense to help Patrick Mahomes succeed. Once that stops, now we're starting over again. Now we're back to the Alex Smith era. Now I got to start over. And now I got to figure out who Patrick Mahomes is, what he does well. And then I got to sit there and talk to Andy Reid and say, hey, man, why did you do this? Man, this this all this cat can do. Remember, I can't really do this, this, and this. Oh, shit. Okay. Now I got to figure this out, and now I start all over. That is why I say that. Right, right. I agree. Um, that's why I, like, I'll enjoy the Andy era for right now. You know what I mean? He's getting his wins and getting his rings and stuff like that. But I also can't wait for it to be over so Pat can have a chance to prove himself. No doubt. He don't have to prove himself no more, though, dog. That's what people don't get. Like, he's got two Super Bowls. He's he's already passed Aaron Rodgers. Like, right, right. he don't really have shit to prove. He don't have to prove shit to me or anyone else. The, the, the thing is, though, I don't know if it's sustainable at what we see every day, every year right now, what he's doing, because Andy Reid has been this good everywhere he's been. Like, Andy Reid has done this with Michael Vick, Donovan McNabb, Alex Smith. Like, Alex Smith had a... 20 plus winning percentage like he's 20 games over 500 with alex smith in kansas city and that's what people don't understand he's always gonna win he just never had this talented of a roster in my opinion now he does and you're seeing he's winning super bowls and i think he's benefiting from playing some home playoff games which is not his fault but he lost the game at home he's lost two actually and he's lost the super bowl so until he's until I see him perform better in those big games like the Montanas and the Bradys and all these guys have before him, I can't say he's the best. Now, in five years from now, Gio, I might be saying, dog, I eat crow. I might be replaying these and say, you know what? I have to eat crow. This motherfucker's won three more Super Bowls. He's got five. He's, he's the guy. But until right. I see that, my opinion is I think he's a little bit overrated for what he is, and I think Andy Reid is the – the common denominator and people just get mad at me for having an opinion. So. Right, right. No, I'm not saying he's the, I'm definitely not saying he's the GOAT right now. You know I mean? I'm a true fan of the sport and I love, you know, just watching greatness transpire. And at the end of the day, there's winning and there's losing. And Tom Brady sits among, you know, the top 
where I'm at with seven rings. So, I mean, until he, he reaches that six, five, five, six, you know what I mean? That, well, to uh, me, see, my opinion, he still has to get past Troy Aikman. He still has to get past Joe Montana. These guys are guys that have dominated Super Bowls, not only winning them, but having statistical dominance. Like Joe Montana's 14 touchdowns, zero interceptions. Mahomes going into that game, dog, in two Super Bowls, he had two touchdowns, four picks. Like, I can't call you the GOAT, and you got blown yeah. out in one of them. Like, yeah. and then the next year you lose to Burrow in at home. Like, you got to – and he threw three picks. Like, my opinion is you got to show up biggest in the biggest games, right. and I don't know if Mahomes has done that. But you know what? He's managed to do it twice out of three times. And two and one in Super Bowls are better than one and two. And bottom line is, dog, he's a one percenter. He's now tied with Eli Manning as winning two. Obviously, he's a better skill set and better talent than Eli Manning ever will be. But at the same time, he's got two Super Bowls now. So he is now in the mix of greatness. But let's see him do it for a few years before we just anoint him as the greatest thing since sliced bread. I give him a lot of credit doing it this year without Tyreek Hill, without those weapons. But I think it made him a better quarterback. I think it made him a better quarterback. I think Andy Reid became even greater, though, figuring out how to run an offense without the elite speed on the edge. And now it calmed Mahomes down and made him more of a pocket guy and making the ball, making throws on time and certain things. He still struggles, though. I break his film down all yeah, the time. Dog, yeah, and it's he does. He does. not he like does. he's out there just throwing digs and comebacks and shit on time. He ain't that guy. But – He's a freak. We all know it. He's got transcending arm strength, arms at talent. He's a he, he's improvisational as hell. He makes improvised throws and ad libs greater than anybody. But I think that all ties into Andy Reid and the play calling. Um, we all know Eric Bieniemy, who I grew up with. Don't play. Don't call plays. So he left for a reason. And he left for a reason, and that's not going to hurt the Chiefs. It's not going to hurt any of that. So. You know, hey, listen, he's 27, dog. He's got two Super Bowl MVPs, two Super Bowls, two MVPs. You can't, you can't sit like I'm, I sound dumb if I say he's garbage. I've never said he's garbage. I never said, I never assassinated the kid's character. I never did any of that. I had an opinion. Kansas City Chief fans are butthurt. And you know me, Gio. I, they, if they knew me, Gio, then they knew me. If they don't know me, then oh well, right? We don't give a fuck. Right, 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 right. He, he, he got to. Man, that's all I had. I just had a few questions for you, Coach. I appreciate it. Hey, man, be safe out here, dog. And stay in touch. Yes, you in LA, hit me. Yes, sir, I got you. Love you, man. I right, love you, babe. Later. Um, <sighs> hey, I recruited Kansas City, too, dog. <laughs> that kid played for me and was from Kansas City. Okay, just so we're clear. Um, people don't realize, like, you motherfuckers have no clue. Like, I, I do believe if Mahomes wins two more and he continues at this pace, I put him at number two behind Brady right now. I would, if he can win two more. I, t I told people, if he would have beat Brady twice, in the AFC when New England that year he lost, and then in the Super Bowl, I would already be putting him up there. I would be saying, damn, he could be one of the guys. And he would have three Super Bowls right now, but he doesn't. He didn't. That's the facts. We're not, we're beating around the bush around facts here. Like, that's what I don't understand. 
Um, if he wins one more, you put him above Montana. See, that doesn't make sense to me, though. Wook, I don't get how you can say that. Because Montana has four. Montana's undefeated. Montana has 14 touchdowns, zero interceptions. To me, Mahomes has to win at least five Super Bowls to surpass the Aikmans, the Montanas, the Elways. He's tied with Elway right now, and there's no way in shape and form I'm going to put him above Elway. He has a long way to go to become better than Elway. He's not above Marino yet, and Marino didn't win a Super Bowl. He only went to one. Same thing as Joe Burrow. Only going to one. But to say that you're going to pass him if he wins one more, why Why does that pass up Montana? One more. He's already lost one more Super Bowl than Montana ever did. <laughs> like, I'm just clear. I want to be clear here. Um, so it, it is what it is, dog. It is what it is. Hey, man, I got no ill will versus Kansas City Chiefs real fans. I just don't like the pussy bitch made cats. That's what it is. And we clearly prove the fact that the fan base in Kansas City is 99% bitch boys, fanboys, and cowardly cunts. That is what we proved here today on the Coach AB Show. So make sure you are clear about it. We all know. You trolls, you fake made-up humans, you all DM'd me for two days straight. I have no interest. It was fun for me. I had the time this weekend. I have no interest anymore. You're dead to me. You proved who you are. You're fake. You're bitch-made. You're soft. You're pussy. That is who you are. We are who we are, not what we say we are. You all said a lot. You called me out my name. You called me out of this. You said you were going to kill me. Guess what? You couldn't even show up and show your face. You are soft. You're all pussy. You're all bitch made. Don't DM me because it won't be read. It won't be seen. It is in private. You're done. I don't want to hear it. You're all pussy. You proved your point. You're soft. And your fan base is cowardly. And all the Kansas City Chief fan real ones that called in today and had a great conversation, shout out to you. Clap it up. You guys have good fans out there. I do know. Those are what we call fans. Kansas City Chief fans, supporting fans are good. Just so we're clear. You also have 2 million bitch made fan boys. There's a difference between Kansas City Chief fans and Kansas City Chief fanboys. All the fanboys were in my DMs, not only a fanboy of myself, but of Mahomes, his weirdo fuck brother, and his wife. All that is fanboy. You guys are fanboys. The fans of the Kansas City Chiefs, which I know a lot of, kudos to you. Much love. Love my former players. Gio for calling in. All the people that called in. We tried to give you a great show this morning. Having the fans call in. All the bitch made cats that talked. They didn't even show up. Disappointment. Disappointment. They couldn't even call in. They couldn't even show up. 
wait till I go on Twitter. And then that'll be it. No more Kansas City interaction. You guys are dead to me. You're done. Bye-bye. Sayonara. Deuces. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Um, Evan Volpe, shut the fuck up. You motherfuckers, now you're in the conversation? Shut up. You're not even a fucking member, motherfucker. Get your sorry ass out of here. Blocked. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I can't stand you, bitch. I'm done with bitch make cat. I'm just being honest. Please, I'm telling you guys, become a member. We're going to grow the show regardless if you're not or are. But I would suggest you become a member today or soon because I'm going to not fucking have anybody but members in here because I'm tired of dealing with it. And uh, you guys, I'm tired of bitch made cats. That's just real talk. But anyway, this week we're going to have some guests on. We're going to have some real talk banter. We're going to go back and forth. We're going to have some uh, Steve Kim will join me tomorrow. Stay tuned for the Jason Whitlock show later on today. I will be on it. And uh, Tim Brown, the great Hall of Famer, will join me this week. And we are going to break some breaking news together. Uh, can't wait for that. A lot of news happening. A lot of things happening. Make sure you guys all subscribe. Become a member. Um, I appreciate all you guys uh, here in the chat. I have, And Patrick Mahomes, by the way, has not surpassed Steve Young yet either. Okay? Steve Young has three Super Bowls. Um, just so we're clear. Anyway... Uh, I appreciate you guys. Hey, man, much love to all you guys, man. Appreciate everybody. And uh, I'll see you later on uh, this week, tomorrow morning. I'll be back hot and heavy. And, uh, hey, man, much love to all you. Peace out.